and welcome to the Glorious Bards. I'm your magnanimous Game Master Tom, and this is Episode 10, Citadel Celebration. Thanks for coming along on our adventures, and a big thank you to our Patreon backers. If you'd like to support the show, drop by patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Pledge just a few dollars to get access to a ton of extra content. Patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. In our last adventure, our heroes came to the rescue of the solar array orbiting the sun. Legion forces had launched a vicious attack on civilians at the station. The heroes fought back in three separate battles until the airlock doors opened and the rest of the prophets from the Citadel came charging in. Chaos, bloodshed, and victory, the hallmarks of a great battle. What were the Legion doing in Alliance space, and where will our heroes go next? The adventure begins. Old paintings hang from granite walls. Banners and flags won in battle by the prophets over the centuries hang over a long table. This is the Hall of the Prophets. It is a large open space within the citadel 200 feet long easily, huge vaulted ceilings. It's got this futuristic modern table with slick chairs, but this very medieval exterior to it, the blend of sci-fi and fantasy. Inside this hall are about 20 to 30 people. All of the prophets are here. All of the support personnel in the Citadel, the engineers, the admin, the, the quartermaster are all here and it is a loud and fun celebration that is going on. Everyone is having a blast. There's, there's music blaring, there's drinks out, there's food. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a raucous, uh, great time that everyone's having. Taking the lead is the prophet named Outen. He is an older prophet, gray beard, big uh, uh, square shoulder guy. And he stands up and he says, so yeah, my grenade bounces off one of those Thrar's head and not the one I meant. I meant, and then it lands, and then you, he points to another prophet, you blasted it and triggered it. Bodies went flying everywhere. And there's big cheers and everyone's cheering like crazy. Devin, uh, what's your take on a party like this? Are you knee deep in this? Are you something reserved? Um, more reserves. The celebration of death is not really Devin's thing. Know. So, um, right. such a know. downer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, you know, he's there, uh, just kind of observing, kind of, you know, cloak, like hood up sort of thing. All right, and I say everyone full of cake. <laughs> yeah, everyone but Augie is there. Um, oh, oh no, Augie's the only one not there. I'll be quiet. You guys are kind of grouped on one side of a tableish area. Again, really enjoying things that you you feel much more like you belong. You've you've heard these kind of events before, but you've never been part of one, uh, and it makes you feel uh, much more connected to the prophets. And again, they're having an absolute blast. And then the door opens, and there's some more jokes, and the people kind of get quiet as Captain Valencia enters. Surprisingly, he was not involved in any of the celebration, and he walks in with his ubiquitous uh, data pad that he's checking and not engaging many people. He does a quick little look, and he then um, just talks a little bit in his normal, quietish, sternish voice, and everyone just gets a little quiet. 
So we lost several citizens in that array. They were trapped in the cafeteria. We took some damage to the array, but overall we reacted fast. We did our job and everyone here came back home safely. That's a job well done. Circos police are interrogating the Legion captives. We'll see what they have to say. And uh, Outen, I'll need to speak with you later. We need to figure out what's going on with that diplomat situation for your uh, next mission. And then he just kind of walks over to another group and starts giving them some instructions. Someone turns the music back up and it's just a little bit more reserved of a party. And he's just handing out little assignment type things and interacting with different teams. He makes his way over towards you, uh, Devin and Albus, and turns his back on you, Albus, and leans over to you, Devin, and says, <clears throat> I know you have a lot of different odds and ends going on with your work. If you are looking for something else, you can have these. And he digitally sends you a file. I've got some coordinates of a supposed rip cloth fueling depot. I thought we might want to pay them a little payback for all the trouble they've been causing us. Thank you, Captain. Not a big priority, but it's certainly there for you. We speak to our team. And he uh, walks away from you and pulls up next to Catherine. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little loud, so he just leans in a little close and again, doesn't make eye contact. How did the uh, trainee, Albus, perform? <laughs> he did exceptionally well. He Except, had... Accepted piloting. <laughs> don't expect so much. <laughs> he did exceptionally well. He kept us safe and made some very useful contributions to the group. Thank you for having him join us. Well, he's near the end of his training. I know you're down a man. If you want, I can make that a permanent assignment. Catherine thinks really hard and is like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Kidding. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much, Captain. And uh, he walks away and uh, he walks past Kolsch, who is diving into some bowl of food face first. Mm. Making a big mess. <laughs> like in uh, Beauty the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Music starts picking up a little bit, and he walks by. He gives some other little assignment details to another group of the prophets. You feel like after tonight, different groups are just going to be going on different ways. You may not see him for a while. Before he leaves, he calls out a little loudly and uh, makes eye contact with Kolsch for maybe the first time ever. Yeah. And says, uh, hey, Kolsch. Your team did good out there. Thank you, Captain. And then he walks away. He throws you a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puts his ball cap on you. <laughs> God. Uh, the captain leaves. There's some more music and um, excitement going on. The door opens and in comes Augie. Looking a little tired, a little greasy. You've been spending the last few the hours. <laughs> You've spent the last few hours working on that station, getting their power situation with technicians there uh, back into a stable condition. And you are here now to join the festivities. August, take this ale. It's delicious. Come join us. I saved you some cake. Have some juice. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not too much for you now, Albus. Oh. The cake she's offering is wrapped in cellophane and looks suspiciously old. <laughs> There's a T-I. <laughs> the last piece. Uh, August makes his way over to the punch bowl section, if you will. There is. Um, and I imagine with Kolsch having dove around in it at some point, there's dripping. So he's using some of those drippings to just kind of douse himself so he can shake off some of this grease. Oh, that's, that's healthy. Great. <laughs> just turns and and Augie's just sitting in the punch bowl. <laughs> <sighs> the prophet Outen stands up on a chair to make a bit of a toast and making him taller than he already is. He holds his uh, drink in his hand and says, It isn't easy to be selected to be a prophet, right? Yeah, yeah, well, you were easy. And (laughs) (laughs) it certainly isn't easy to get through all the training. You all know not everyone made it through in your classes. You don't have any class. Apparently did not learn good <laughs> And when you're done with your training, they say you're a prophet. When you go out there, you're 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 trying to do your best. You're getting your first assignments. But today, I think we've got some brand new official prophets who have finally joined us. To Augie, to Devin, to Catherine, and to Kolsch. Welcome to the prophets. And there's a big cheers. Yeah! Everyone's cheering. And Yay. they throw some food cracker bits in your way playfully. And they just come over and slap you on the back. And everyone's very happy and very welcoming. And uh, Albus, you're just looking at the big smiles. Everyone's walking past you and just slapping everyone else on the Albus, back. Albus is being, you know, um, happy for everyone. All right. Yeah. August uh, would like to have made some modifications to Albus uh, endoskeleton, and he creates some sort of ground effect lighting, just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of trawned out now. <laughs> I don't think Albus wants that to happen. He needs to be able to self at some point. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, Devin will send the uh, potential... Rip, rip claw job off to um, everybody's data pads. Okay. Um, Including Albus's? Uh, just to the profit. <laughs> oh! Oh! oh. oh. Yes, Take Albus 1d12 points well. <laughs> psionic damage. Yes, Albus will get it as well. <laughs> of course. We consider you. More rip claws! Ooh, something in my inbox! <laughs> I've got mail. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to improve my credit score. No, I don't want a bigger. No, he's probably going. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) You've got to teach him about that. Make sure he improves his health. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Uh, a. Engineer from the hangar area you've uh, worked with a little bit before, uh, Augie. Uh, she comes over and sits down next to you. Um, her name is, uh, what the heck was her name? Her name is uh, Kadori. 
She's tall, like pretty darn tall, seven feet tall, has purple-hued skin, but humanish and uh, beyond that, although she has kind of a hulking um, shoulder posture. She sits and just towers over you. You're like waiting for her to sit down and you realize she already is. <laughs> She's <laughs> Okay. She uh, leans over, leans down to you, and she's drinking, and she's a good mission, huh? Very nice. All done. All research done. Heard you guys did good. We did. Well, we survived anyway. (laughs) Uh, what's what's his thing about? She says, motioning toward uh, the grinning Albus sitting across the table. (laughs) Him? Oh, he's new. He's uh, rather special. How special? <laughs> she giving is she presenting in that kind of gruff? Oh yeah. <laughs> she's she's a husky gal. She's, he's he's uh he's very adaptable to the situation. What's Quite he, a learner. What's he like? What's what, what is what's his interests? I don't know. <laughs> he's very childlike. Well, I hope he likes my interest then. I'm going in. <laughs> Cover me. <laughs> What's gets, the tripod for? <laughs> she gets up and walks around the big tripod. table. <laughs> Good luck, Alice. Uh, Alvis, you're sitting there and just enjoying August, music. August sends him like a heads up warning, like oh, enemy approaching kind of thing. <laughs> Alvis is clueless. Uh, you sense a large presence has arrived. And <laughs> Someone has entered your zone and a... (laughs) Go defensive. (laughs) Zone defense. A large figure... not going to disengage. Don't worry. (laughs) Large figure sits down next to you and says, hi. Well, hi. I'm Kodori. Do you like starships, engines? I'm Albus. I'm a prophet. And then everyone hears... (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I like, I like say, I like to learn. I know you prophets. I've been with a few of you before and you tend to come and go pretty quickly. So we don't have a lot of time. (laughs) How about, how about you come and have a drink with me somewhere private? I've got my juice right here. You want some? Yeah, let's 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 get some of your juice. Let's go. Augie's giving thumbs up from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, where are we going? She uh, takes you roughly by the hand and pulls you roughly uh, out of your seat, and you see to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Alvis is being taken away. That's by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> <laughs> to the VIP room. All right, no one intercedes, and Albus disappears. <laughs> August is practically filming. <laughs> <laughs> and romance is in the air. The drone joins you all. <laughs> <laughs> Albus is gone for the time being. We will not role play any scene there. I and will keep uh, track of his uh, vital signs <laughs> while he's <Okay>. away. <laughs> And what else would you guys like to do other than all of us? Uh, because what you like is no longer a factor. <laughs> is the party still like going stronger? Oh yeah, totally strong. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've learned something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. How to disappoint? <laughs> uh, Kolsha's gonna visit the the punch bowl and get two uh, two, two 
big glasses. All right. And bring one over to Catherine. Thanks, bud. Of course, of course. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that was like old times. What a wonderful time. Catherine's a little drunk. Ugh. And oh, God, that was, oh, it was really great being out in the field with you again and feeling like we were really having an impact. You yeah. know, you know, like how sometimes <laughs> you just really feel like you're not sure where you're going, but then you're there and you're like, oh, I'm right here, you know? And then you're like, bam, bam. Is and she like, drunk oh. or high? <laughs> Space beer. Just it was. So this cake good. is so good, man. So good to be out there with you, man. Yeah, it was great. It was, you, I feel like you're a little bit ahead of me. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get some more. I'll be back in a bit. You just like take the punch bowl and drink the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll sashay over to this little gathering over here. Where's Devin and all of those crazy? Uh, Devin's joined. You know, I mean, he's he's. He's like one of those guys that doesn't want to be at the party, but he doesn't want to be alone either. So he's put it on a... <laughs> that's what I'm getting the impression yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like Devin understands the importance of social norms and 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 is participating despite, you know... Like an overly as smart As Devin comes nearby, yeah. I'm going to, like, roughly put my arm around his neck and be like, hey, buddy, and I'm going to, like, do a little, like, oh, hair no. tossle. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, you I did so tussle. great. I mean, I haven't seen you do that well before. And I mean, I knew that you were like impressive, but that was like another world. That was so great. I'm so proud to have you on our team. Uh, uh, thank you. We didn't blow up the array. The array is intact. I mean. It took several hours, but we all did it. We didn't die. I mean, I say that proudly every week. But <laughs> I think especially this time we did a good job. You did a great job, Augie. That place is still intact. Not a lot of people are dead. Without you, everything in the area would have exploded. Oh, you, not all by my hand, I assure you. You have always been such a good friend. <laughs> and I'm just so glad to know you. How many has she had? <laughs> so, so. <laughs> there, there, there. We're, we're, we're all fine now. And I pull out a churro from my pocket and I start eating it. <laughs> it's old and minty and warm, but she's determined. Not a space churro. A sad space churro. Tim doesn't know about space churros. He wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to listen to episode eight. <laughs> Three more weeks. <laughs> In three weeks, you'll know what happened. Um... Is uh, the space churro. Is Quartermaster Creeve here? Oh yeah. Is he, is he getting after it a little? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him for guns again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring him a drink too. All right. You uh, come on. You head over. Quartermaster. Agent Coach. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm living life. This is a good party. <laughs> I'm wiggling party. with the music. Do you know the wiggle? I do. And uh. Uh, Kolsch does some shoulder dancing. All right. Yeah. Make a performance roll. Oh, <laughs> and initiative will have effect. Hey, a 19. A 
that's the most amazing <laughs> half-hearted dance I've ever seen. Dance with me, show, show me, show me some moves. He starts wiggling around and twirling slowly around you like some belly dancer, which is a dance of his race, apparently. Uh, and he's almost like the inflatable waving arm yeah, guy. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> and he's twirling around. Some good dancing, sir. It's rare we all get together like this, let alone a victory. This is all, this is everybody then, right? This is all the prophets, everybody involved? Most everyone. I think there's one more team that wasn't here. That's all, this is great. This is awesome. It's good to, it's good to, I don't know hardly any, anybody here. Good to see everyone. He starts naming every single person by name until you're like, okay. Yeah. He came three years ago and with him from these other so people. Oh God, the boring office historian. <laughs> so Creve, we we did a good job today. Everybody did a good job today. Yeah. Do you, do you think we're still, uh, we've still be, uh, like down on the B team? You think we're still downgraded, our, our team? Oh, as far as uh, provisions are talking about? Well, just provisions and everything. Uh, that's completely up to the leadership, the captain and the commander above. Mm. But you I'll certainly put in a good word please, for you. Please do, please do. Sounds like you did excellent out there. Uh, we all did. The whole team did great. Our new guy, he's he was uh, something to behold. Devin really stepped it up. It was great. That's great. Harmony in the window. Softly crying in the rain. <laughs> I'm here. I'm no longer well, there. Well, think of us next time. We're gonna probably go out. I don't see us staying here too long. So maybe, maybe uh, get get our hands on some some <clears throat> some nice weapons or something. I'll see. Uh, but all I recall is a huge, huge expenditure sent towards your team. Oh no, that ship is great. Yes. It's great. But you know, flashbang, <laughs> some some actual grenades. Oh. Some more of those uh uh the uh hyper rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Anyways, cheers and have a good damn night. And he, yeah, you too. And he keeps dancing. You're not sure what percentage of that conversation he will recall. <laughs> he will make a die roll tomorrow morning. <laughs> cool. Uh, Catherine's just going to go up to Auten and be like, man, that was like our first like big, big fight. That was so cool. How many of those, those of you been in? That felt like we were saving the universe. It was so great. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was pretty, pretty crazy. Just charging right on in there. And you guys went in first, like an hour or two ahead of us. Totally stupid, but it worked <laughs> out okay. Stupid is the prophet's motto. <laughs> well, man, I mean, we've got a long way to go to live up to what you've done, but it's awesome to know there's people out there who are doing a great job that we can live up to. We're only level four, so I mean, really, we're not that. No, he doesn't. Oh say God, that. you're like the <laughs> oldest prophet here. <laughs> this is terrible. News. It's a lot of bloody turnover. <laughs> <laughs> Hazard pace. Good. That's it. I'll just keep talking to anybody I can talk to. And All right, everybody. Uh, I saddle up to Devin. You're I'm assuming you're like yeah I'm, standing. I'm, standing around, yeah, I'm standing close by. Weird somewhere. He's, yeah. he's gently dancing up and down like a baby does. Yeah, <laughs> doing the bob. <laughs> um, uh, Mister Mister Page, uh, I left something on your bunk. I left something in your room. 
Uh, when you get a moment, I would appreciate you taking a look at it and seeing if you can uh, uh, figure figure out what it is. How how good it how good it might work for one of the team members. Uh, what is it that you lift? It's a harness I took off of uh, that shitbag Larry. Ah, uh, Larry, yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember Larry. Yeah. So whenever. Okay. But you know. I will take a look at it. Later. Very good, sir. Whatever you guys want to do, galaxy is yours. I'm going to make Albus start making moaning noises. <laughs> <laughs> God, no. Oh, God. Bring up the map. What do you want to see? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're all pretty beat up. I feel like we're not, none of us are going to last. Like, we're in, I don't think any of us, uh, Kolsch is definitely not going to close the party down. He's going to get real yeah. drunk and Catherine <laughs> find his falls bed. asleep. Leaning on Colch's shoulder. Is, is there a who would be like in charge of like logistics or like 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 <laughs> ad, maybe administration something like that? In <laughs> what way? You've got missions and assignments and stuff that comes from the captain. You've got uh, supplies that come from the quartermaster, and you got administrative stuff and legal stuff that comes from Aliyah. Probably Aliyah. All right. Is is Ali up there? Oh yeah. So Devin will approach him. You go up to Ollie up. Ollie up is dancing on top of the table. Uh, <laughs> Profits cut loose. Davin will kind of let him have his fun then. He has nothing, nothing fun to talk about. Okay. So maybe tomorrow All right. we'll have that conversation. Uh, August is uh, officially, as the party begins to wind down, he is gathering uh, streamers and other party favors to adorn his his bedding <laughs> <laughs> and where be where is your bedding uh it's in the it's uh in the ship uh probably in one of the since there's no escape pod concept mm -hmm. i've probably taken out um uh, one of the environmental suits the containment area the locker if you will and okay. kind of made my that right. my room your nest there yes which now has streamers and whatnot puffed outside of it but there you go yeah, Devin will, I mean, yeah, after we'll making sure kind of everybody's okay, like, you know. Keeps Catherine up and gets her to bed. And, so fluffy. Yeah. And uh, Devin will pass by where he suspects Albus might be. All right. You saw the storage room that he was taken towards. The big damn storage room. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to make sure nobody's being taken advantage of sort of thing. Uh, outside, as you uh, lean against the door, you can hear a noise. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm a pro, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro, I'm, I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet. Yeah, Devin will move on on that right. one. <laughs> I'm a real man. <laughs> uh, it is the next day. You guys are waking up with various headaches and traumas. Uh, everyone has got your uh, half your hit points back, half your hit dice back. You can spend more if you need to. Uh, in addition, everyone's at disadvantage for anything to do for the next three hours. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Right, half even, even with, with half hit points uh, back, Devin, everyone's uh, at full now. Imbibe? No. Uh, no, that one's fine. Uh, half your, half yeah, your total. Yeah, like points. one glass of water. <laughs> okay, yeah. everyone's at full. Okay. Okay. Uh, Augie is not there. You think he's in the ship. The rest of you are in your normal quarters. <laughs> Citadel. 
I'm the most aloof. <laughs> um, and the other person's not there, uh, now arrives, and the door to your quarters opens, kind of waking you a little bit, and the bright light's turned on. Oh. <laughs> and Albus arrives. Hey, dudes. Hey, dudes. <laughs> I'm a prophet now. Good to see you, good to see you, Albus. Yeah, it's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I take it last night went well. Went damn well. He's <laughs> oh, got his collar popped. <laughs> <laughs> the purple skinned lady walks by. Uh, Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This is uh, very funny. Yeah, Albus is just a complete bro now. It's <laughs> like, oh. Albus, you missed the cake. No, I had all the cake I could eat. Oh. <laughs> Catherine vomits a little. <laughs> we got some, some rib claws. Rib claws. <coughs> Fucking up some rib claws would be great. That sounds pretty good. We also, um, we need to talk to that little guy. The, uh, let me go through my notes here. <laughs> um, the kid you were just talking to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and figure out what's going on with Bayek, right? Because he was gonna we look into that. Yeah. We also need to look into <laughs> the starship or the, the world ship Anua. We got right. probably a couple, like, administration things to do. Yep. Yep, there's that. There also was a report a while ago um, about uh, the swarm, a bunch of alien killers that were on an alliance mine. We could probably find out if we could help there. Mm. But Ripclaws feel more in a wheelchair house because we did such an excellent job last time against them. <laughs> we don't have the party barge anymore, though. So uh, who are these Ripclaws? <laughs> Is this really what you're doing? <laughs> they're, a, they're a gang that uh, they're despicable. Oh, it's like I've made a terrible yeah. mistake. <laughs> they're a despicable gang of uh, Cretans. We need to wipe them out. Has Devin made it there yet? Yes. Okay, because he's mean, he doesn't have the same quarters as these guys do. Oh, are you sleep in the sanctuary? I mean, you have the same quarters. <clears throat> You've just abandoned us to a weird blue Jesus. <laughs> Well, you know, priorities. Yeah, Devin, you are there. Yeah. Devin's there looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. The Ripclaws are pirates. Do you have anything for like a big... No, where's Augie? Augie! Augie! I turn my comm on. I'm like, Augie, do you have something for my headache? Am I available? Sure. I have something. I have two things. Can you not like <laughs> stab me with it though? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's honest. Here it comes. Oh, God. <laughs> and you can hear just down the hall. Ah! <laughs> 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 I feel better. Thanks, bud. Would, uh, Hangover be considered a poison condition? Yes. 
uh, Devin will actually take a moment and cast Purify Zone then and kind of <laughs> pass over uh, uh, Catherine and Holsh. Oh. And um, remove the poison condition from any creature within the sphere. Oh, cool. Wow. Nice. I, I didn't, didn't even... know you could do that. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> He's chugging more. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> How do we get net zero here? <laughs> Yeah, the two of you feel invigorated. Uh, you like you still feel hungover and sick, but then you're like, oh, maybe that's just me, and I'm just kind of thinking that I. And you're, oh, okay, everything's oh, I can move, and you start sitting up, and yeah, everything's so much better. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, of course. All right, <clears throat> some rip claws out there. Should we go see what we can do about it? Persuade them to have better lives, perhaps. <laughs> How you mean by, by ending their lives? <laughs> That's all I do with rip claws. Well, I mean, maybe we probably yes. Good. Any other ideas, team? I know someone who could cheer him up. Weird. Um. So many regrets. I'm right now. <laughs> Before we leave, though, we should probably talk to uh, Ollie up. Is that the little guy's name? Yes, it is. And see, see how if he's gotten any further on his plan for Fayak Four. Is that what we want to do? We want to go live there for a month and see if we can. No, but we should at least check and see, like what, like where he's at on it. Yeah. Sure. No. Absolutely. And uh, we should also see if there has been any progress on the uh, with the Anua, the world ship. Finding a new home. With the Greece. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there is a matter that I must speak with him about as well. All right. Heading there then? Yeah. Your group traipses, or at least several of you traipse over towards... So the pure, the purify oh, yeah. zone is, I'm sorry, is mm-hmm. concentration up to 10 minutes on himself. So just Devin's kept it up. And just as he's walking through, anybody that <laughs> for the full ten minutes, he's 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 just gonna purify everybody that he can. That is crazy. On his way through. I gotta double check this. Hold on. Purify zone is concentration self. You create comfort sphere centered on yourself. You're absolutely right. Amazing. You are able to extinguish any protected flames, filter any gas, vapor, or airborne toxins. And in addition, you can remove the poison condition from any creature within the sphere. Yeah. So I'm just a walking... Designated driver. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um, You're getting some smiles and some, whoa, what just happened from different people you're crossing paths with. There's like a trainee who's kind of just on guard duty and you walk past him, he just brightens up and stands, whoa. And you guys head towards the Aliup's admin office. Ollie up is there. He's a slightly tallish, slightly monkeyish face, face uh, fellow. He uh, looks down, holding his head. He's uh, running some numbers. He sees you come in and smiles. Says, hello, prophets. Uh, it's bright. <laughs> Purifies own drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He starts to feel a little bit better. Oh, you guys are bright to my day. That's what we do. Uh, loud. <laughs> How can I help? There are some matters we wish to discuss with you. There is a radio chime coming over your radio, Augie. Okay. And it says, this is the, uh, this is entrance uh, guard. This is the entrance guard. 
Uh, we've got a uh, Dr. Mares at the entrance asking for you. Oh, interesting. Uh, looks around. Mares is up front. I'll be right back. Do you want somebody to go with you? Come with me. I'll go. Okay. All right. Two of you head off. <clears throat> Devin, you were saying? Yes. Um, the uh, On our first mission with the world ship Anua, uh, there was some matter of us trying to locate a suitable planet for the Greece. How oh. has that progressed? Oh, yes, yes. I've been uh, working on that. I've got uh, two different locations in mind. I'm just trying to get the logistics of transporting them there, but it's pretty much a done deal. It'll take another um, few weeks for everything to get handled. <clears throat> is there any way for us to assist with that, or is that uh, N- the... No, this is more legal wrangling than anything. Pretty good. We don't need you blasting away any legion. What about sending a, uh, um, a engineer to, to the ship? To the world ship? Yeah, yeah. Weren't we going to, we were going to send, <laughs> look into sending a, an engineer to help out the, uh, the, those weird religious people? I have not gotten any authorization from the quartermaster for that. You know, he said there's not enough personnel to send and we don't have access to other personnel. Okay. Uh, we are going to handle um, the uh, Captain Valencia gave us another potential mission. We will handle that with the Rip Claws and then uh, this matter with the. Uh, <coughs> hold on. Let me look at my notes. Fayak <laughs> 4, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will come back to that. Do we have a little bit of time built in there? Oh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I've been getting some reports that they've been sending some uh, legal requests to have their current government uh, dissolved so that uh, the company, the Morales Mining, could take over. And they're waiting for some sort of confirmation from uh, us. How long will that, uh, that process take once it is begun? Oh, uh, it started a week ago. I don't know. It's just if it can get approved. It just depends if anyone has the impetus or if there's a big enough bribe. It's hard to tell with the bureaucracy around here. I am not impetus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um... Okay, uh, th- I, I guess that process should continue then. Um, hopefully we will have enough time to do both. Uh, and on a more personal note, uh, there were some uh, casualties on the solar array, uh, people captive in the cafeteria. Mm. Um, do you have the count of those people that were killed? Uh, I believe it was 10. 10. Um, can you have the names of those people sent to me, please? I can. Thank you. <clears throat> Oh, and before you go, uh, my cunning plan for that FIAC situation, uh, if you have any interest in doing that, you might want to move sooner than you think, because uh, I can't do what I said I could do. Unless, unless, he sees your scowl, unless we get a sign-off from someone way, way up there we can get that, then I can step in as interim leader for a couple weeks and you can do whatever you need to do on the planet. Way, way up in, on Fayek? No. 
way, way up here. I'm talking Silver Council sign-off. So, Minister of Finance type person? Uh, no, above any ministers. I'm talking one of the Silver Council guys would have to authorize this kind of government switch. I know it's a small town, but the laws are the laws. Who do you, do you recommend anybody for us to talk to? No, the Silver Council don't care for the president. We serve the president and they don't like us too much. And they're so busy. So we're pretty much shit out of luck? I, I wish I had better news, but I thought it was good. And I made a couple more checks and uh, the powers to be just said, whoa, 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 you got to get signed off. You can't just step in. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that is bad news. Very disappointing, Oliop. Oh, God. I feel bad. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do about that one. All right. I mean, there's not much. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody we've run into that I can think of that would... Yeah. Jillian is smiling brightly. Which is well, not there. Speaking of well, Jillian, I said Jillian. <laughs> uh, Catherine and Augie, you guys are at the entrance. You see Dr. Mamamares is there. And he is a Navy, just like Augie. He's got his lab coat on because he has to be visually distinct for the movie. And he <laughs> has his own super secret science data pad and he looks uh, looks as bad as you guys did when you woke up, but he wasn't at your party. He looks ah. frazzled, doesn't look like he slept much. Ah, prophets, yes. Uh, I need to speak with you in private. Whispering to Catherine, he seems more eager and helpful than last time. Quite surprising. Happy to, let's find somewhere private to speak. You take him to interrogation room Delta. <laughs> the one with the chains <laughs> and one swinging bulb <laughs> and uh, he goes in the room and sits down and says oh, I've I've had a had a rough few days and um I wanted to bring something to your your attention it's, it's uh you're looking at me funny why are you looking at me funny just concerned you seem Tired and upset. How can we help? Agitated. Uh, well, yeah, I'm agitated. I, I've been able to stop thinking about that situation that you brought up and stressed me out at my facility with. You asked me to do some research and I haven't been able to provide much information about the culture that I think would be of value to you. On the off chance, I started... <laughs> Looking through some photos, I had a bunch of cameras set up on that jungle planet where I was at three years ago. And I looked at some different uh, photographs. Uh, most of the cameras now are all disabled or gone. Uh, but I looked at some of the old pictures and looked at some of the ruins. And he has his little display, his little data pad. He shows you some pictures of some black, blocky uh, pseudo-pyramid-like structures. But they're not really tall, maybe just 40 feet big thick jungly uh trees that tower over that though huge leaves and huge greenery and barely any uh, sunlight coming in 
I was trying to track to see if there was uh, any change in shadows and light and how the architecture might work, particularly if there's any kind of sun calendar or something, and none of that panned out. Uh, but I did find this. And he slides his data pad over and shows you a picture that's on its side. So the uh, camera's messed up. Uh, and the picture's on its side. There's some ruins. There's some jungle. And then there is about a third of a pinkish-hued Chadra-like creature in the picture. I know I'm not there, but this is on the Horgalian. <clears throat> uh, Borasia. 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 The planet Borasia. Says Albus out of nowhere. <laughs> Borasia. <laughs> <laughs> this looks... Oh, is that where the Horgalians were? Uh, am I, am You're I... not there. <laughs> Catherine, go ahead. What does this represent to you? Presents uh, nightmares. I've fe felt uneasy. I had that thing inside my mind for forever. And I still feel messed up and uncomfortable and I can't get any sleep. And that's the messed up part. Because that was one of the few live cameras. That picture's just a couple days old. You mean from today? It's it's recent. Look at the date on it. So that sounds like there's more of these, more of these breeding there. That's what it exactly looks like to me. Do you still feel compulsions? Is this work related or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a collector of certain things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you feel compulsions from these creatures? No, I'm not a danger to you. Not a danger. That did not sound convincing. <laughs> not. Calm down. I'm not a danger at all. I don't have any of those compulsions. I'm totally fine. I don't think you're a danger to me. I just want to know. I know, but you're stressing me out right now. He looks uneasy. He does indeed. Um, what? I'm going. <laughs> I'm just gonna see what happens. Oh God! <laughs> Breaking out the gambit list. <laughs> just seeing. Um. August starts uh, pouring over. It's just the one image itself. You're looking. There's a bunch of old pictures, and it's a lot of uh, architecture-related stuff. Trying to get uh, with some maybe 3D wireframe of here's what's out there, here's what the rest of the structure might have looked like, just a whole bunch of boring architect type things. But then he you starts panning through, and then there's a whole bunch of grayed out pictures of dead cameras, and then there's a few that show motion tracking sensitivity. So they fired off some pictures, mm -hmm. and there's some like strange bird like thing flying by, something else, and then one that's just two days old of this. Uh, Weird, chitinous beast. And uh, in color. Augie's recollection of the former Chadra to this Chadra like creature, is it uh, smaller, bigger? Uh, same size, different color. Mm -hmm. Just same size, different color. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, look at him and say, I know this is very stressful, but I think you need to calm down and attempt to pacify him. You're going to pacify him. It only lasts for a minute, but he can take a charisma throw if he wants to um, and have suppressed emotions for one minute. All right. He will not resist that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I 
I'm You're sorry right. to hear that's been so stressful for you, but do you feel these compulsions anymore? Do you feel that this creature is still connected to you somehow? Completely. I feel like I need to find it. And <laughs> here I found it, but I I was up last night like, how can I come up with a reason to maybe get a quick grant of to go back there? And then... I thought maybe I should come and tell you, and then maybe I shouldn't come to tell you, and then I said, I gotta come and tell you. That's not normal. Did the right thing, little free man. What? The, well, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is our new companion who I guess followed along with us and is now sitting here. Put a bell on this wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I understand. Let this is very unsettling. I'm sure for you. Uh, let's see if there's anybody that can help potentially break this compulsion that you seem to be having connected to this creature. I seem really at ease when I'm around you, so let's That's going to last keep... about another 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep that going. All right, well. Do you have like a care room where you give like one-on-one -on -one counseling or something like that? You have a serenity room. Here, there's a it's serenity locked. room. <laughs> <laughs> By appointment only. This is very important, and I believe that we could probably have the prophets help you with this concern that you have, potentially help you sleep and feel more at ease, maybe think about this creature less often. I know a good janitor's closet. <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do to help you out. How does that sound? Thank you for coming to us with this. That'd be great. I'll, I'll just wait here. Well, maybe you, should, <laughs> you should probably come with us. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm going to look for the quartermaster. All right. You take him to the quartermaster? Yeah. All right. You walk over to the quartermaster. Boy, we're really going far. We have to go this far? Where are you taking me? This seems unnecessary. Should we stay back in the interrogation room? This is a waste of time. He starts to get more agitated. Indeed. Uh, I promise this will help. Don't worry, buddy. Buddy. Augie starts rummaging through his pack for something stun-related. <laughs> <laughs> you arrive at the quartermaster's office with this big table there. With the big table there. Hello there, prophets! Quartermaster, so good to see you. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Did you see me do the wiggle? I thought it was the most impressive wiggle I've seen oh. in a long time. Uh, it's got 83 likes. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Quartermaster, we have uh, Dr. Mares here with us from the Alliance Science Corps, and... Oh, I don't normally get outsiders in here near all this restricted equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I, you know, I think that... He doesn't even have a visitor's badge. <laughs> I think Kolsch might actually have a request in for some of this restricted equipment, just, just you know, reminding you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dueling attitudes. <laughs> um... Quartermaster, you were the first person I thought of. Dr. Mayers here seems to have um, been given a compulsion by an alien. That's a strong creature. word. Just a long word, Dr. Mayers. And um, Quartermaster, I think it would be really helpful to find somebody who could potentially help break this compulsion. He's been very helpful to us in letting us know there's another creature out there, but we don't want him to feel this compulsion too strongly and try to find it. Who do you suggest we talk to? God, make a persuasion roll. Uh, that is an 18. I don't normally deal with this kind of thing, but 
I've got a contact or two. I can recommend a therapist for him to see. I don't need a therapist. I think this something fast acting would be very helpful. I have concerns that drugs. Dr. Mayer's We're looking for drugs. <laughs> yep. I, um, I have a hammer. <laughs> we'll feel the need to fly and find another one of these creatures. Therapist would be wonderful, but if there's something that can quickly break this pulsion, that would be wonderful. I don't have anything beyond that. Well, let's make some calls then to see who we can talk to. All right. Why don't you stay here with me? And he has Mayor's uh, remain. Thank you. That's it? For you. (laughs) Dr. Mayor's, you're in the most capable hands I know. If anybody can help you, it's the quartermaster. Make another persuasion roll. Oh. Oh. Um. 25. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, I trust you. You've helped out a lot today. Thank you. No problem. Can I give my data pad back, please? No. I hand back a satchel of what is pieces of a data pad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your data will come in handy. <laughs> Uh, as Catherine and August are leaving, uh, August, uh, I, I, I have to say this is rather dangerous. I remember the last time we encountered the Chadra. I'm also very concerned, and it's interesting to note that they are um, multiplying or potentially the same one has revived somehow, somewhere else. I don't know how science works. It's a very grave threat. Indeed. I can't have creatures running around taming and charming my kind. We're very smart. We're part of the the science industry, you know. Engineers, mathematicians. have equal concerns, Augie. Great minds behind every outfit out here. <laughs> Do you, are you also looking for a pacification? Too much control. <laughs> <What's happening right laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> it's the data pad of doom. <laughs> Uh, I'm also very worried. I think it's something that we should look into, but I think going to that planet is a hazard. It might be that we try to tell people not to in the meantime. We're chasing rip claws and repairing arrays. I'm only concerned for myself. I remember having that thing in my mind. Having Kolsch be under its sway was very scary. You see what Kolsch can do. I know. Well, let's see if we can also put maybe a ban on the planet for now. Nuke the site from orbit. Also an option. It is the only way to be sure. (laughs) (laughs) And the three planets closest. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Uh, I'll tell Captain Valencia our concerns. Okay. Uh, You uh, chat with him and give him the details. He says... uh, So what's your recommendation? It's something we would like to look further into, but we have some other matters to look into now. We'd like to recommend that that planet be banned for now. Any way that somebody can be keeping an eye on it and making sure that no ships go, that would be ideal. We don't know if this creature has created compulsion in other people as well. Well, we can't uh, shut down the entire planet, but we can put a, a level one restriction for any criminals coming or going. We'll not be allowed to travel in or out of the planet without approval. Still too dangerous. 
in my opinion. So dangerous. Hoggy, in your, in your opinion, would it be best to... Bomb it! <laughs> I don't think Captain Valencia will let us bomb the planet. <laughs> um, but we could prioritize this over our other potential duties. Oh, we'd have to talk to the others. Sure. Captain Valencia, um, we're going to talk to the rest of the team. Of course, your input is what is most important. But this is a grave threat. Sounds like certainly an issue. What's also going on with Rallis mining? I've been waiting for your response, and it sounds like they are as well. It seems the team believes we should follow up on this. We are probably the right people to do so, and it's possible for us to go in there. We would like to see that. He ignores yeah, you. We need um, somebody from the Silver Council in order to affect that. They don't plan. know that though. All right, you guys leave his office. <laughs> you guys run into each other somewhere. Devin, I feel like there's something you've been wanting to tell me. Yes, there is. I meant to open up comms some time ago and have this discussion with you. But I was writing some notes and I lost trick. Um, apparently, our friend Oliyup is um, uh, not quite able to fulfill the plan he spoke of. We would need approval from somebody on the Silver Council in order to make that happen. Very distressing. Hoping we wouldn't have to use any of our own contacts, but I do know somebody who may be able to give us some insight on how to make that happen. Oh. It is most impressive, Catherine. Very impressive. Devin gives sort of a searching look like... <laughs> Yep. Um, <laughs> just, you know, need to know basis there, Devin. Um, I, I know an Thank aid you. of... <laughs> I see. Uh, I know an aid for one of the members of the Silver Council. He and I have kept in contact and uh, without giving too much away, we do let each other know when something might happen that affects the other. He may know if the vote will be up soon and if there's anybody or anything in particular we can do to sway it in our direction. I am happy to give him a call. It uh, seems to be the only avenue we have to perhaps affect that plan. Albus. Yo. Do you know anybody? <laughs> <laughs> On the Silver Council? Yep. No. He's, he's starting to get this Marcellus Wallace thing going for him. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I'm pretty... F- <laughs> um, I think this is the only this is the only path I know of. If anybody else has a better option, feel free to speak up. But did uh, Dr. Mames uh, wish to... M-A. M-A-R. <laughs> There's like five apostrophes <laughs> in how you pronounce it. <laughs> he, was, he was very agitated, but he talked about... Uh, I'm not have, agitated! You hear from far away. <laughs> he's, he's, he's found evidence of uh, another one of the childhood-like creatures. What? I know. I'm not happy about it either. Uh, where is this creature? On that planet that he had mentioned before about doing research on. But it was pink. So we can't tell if it's new 
old. Maybe they come in many colors and flavors. <laughs> what do we know? What do we? <laughs> what do we know about that planet? How many how, are? I mean, I know it's a jungle planet, but how many civilians? How many? You know, what's the population? Is are there a lot of people in trouble? You know, um, Kolsch, not all of us actually think things through like you do. I'm feeling a little called out right now. <laughs> I do not believe that there's uh, many uh, cultivated civilizations. What uh, is on that planet, though? The Horgalian ruins, if I am not mistaken. A f- race of mystics that uh, are quadrupedic uh, telepaths, a little bit smaller than you were, are. Um, they spoke of a new awakening, uh, a, the, a great celebration. Are they still there? Uh, no, that is what Mamers was studying, was uh-huh. the ruins of, of those peoples. I hope I have my notes correct, because I could be just <laughs> something. There's going to be some very unhappy civilians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounded from the way that Dr. Or that Captain Valencia spoke that there were perhaps other people there. When I asked for us to cordon off the planet, he said it wasn't possible. So it that perhaps there were people living there, but we could certainly learn more. Yes, at least we the area that he it, was right? speaking of was is fairly remote, I believe, due to the um, uh, the ruins and the former peoples. But uh, I, I admittedly uh, do not know everything about the planet. Well, there's a way for us to find out more. If uh, only there was a technology that uh, we had that could. We're, we don't know a lot about the planet. Two things, but we know a lot about that sort of creature. We have to take care of this. Um, So, I'm happy to do so. I think it's very important. Do we think it's more important than what Rallis has in mind, which seems to be potentially the creation of a large war? I think whatever we do, the thing we don't do is going to cause us lots of problems. It does seem <laughs> the true, <laughs> the truth of the source is revealed. <laughs> I am, of course, happy to do whatever the group would like to do. If that is the case, then we'll have to tell Captain Valencia what we believe, and he may or may not agree with our plan. What would the group like? Do we think that we should take care of this Chadro? There might be more. No idea. Well, if we go through with the Rawless Mining, we're going to be on that planet for a while. Absolutely. Long time. But if there's many of these Chadro creatures down there breeding, no, we are I not prepared. I don't like that. We're not prepared, but at least we would know that. As they take over our brains and have us do their bidding. I have some tinfoil hats I can give you that should help. Mm. You know, I do feel better from the earlier thing you did, <laughs> so I'm starting to believe you. That is probably foolish. <laughs> what do we think is the bigger threat? Oh, absolutely, the Chaldra. I, 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 agree, I agree. You guys didn't see... What I saw, if if there's even even if it's minimal people, if if he can take them over, he can make them. Those creatures can make make them take get get off planet. I do have to say that I saw the damage that was done to Devon by Epo. 
after a very small interaction with that blue glow, and if Rallis is creating that, then my concern is they're considering wars for planets against planets. That, for me, feels like a very large threat with somebody who has a lot of resources and capabilities. Chadra is, unfortunately, stuck where it is for now. It could be gone by the time we're finished with Rallis, but I know that Rallis has very clear intentions. If you think that's more important, cat, uh, I, I will... I will follow your lead. Abyss, what is your opinion on these things? I'm just a new guy here. But you are one of our team, so you have an equal uh, voice amongst us? No, my voice is way different. Augie needs to race in there with some engineering. <laughs> I know. Modulate, <laughs> modulate that voice somehow. I like the former voice. <laughs> Everything you just said aside, what is your thoughts? Kind of hard to say. Like, who's the bigger threat to the universe here? Flip a coin. <laughs> Make a decision, boy. Albus pulls out his pistol. <laughs> <laughs> that is not appropriate. <laughs> Every one of you dies first. <laughs> um, Albus pulls out his pistol. And, uh... This is my weapon. This is my gun. <laughs> There's no other like it. Um... Oh. Getting everyone's names. I'm new. Kolsch, <laughs> Catherine, August, Devin. Um... He's still confused. Augie, Augie, you stand here. What is going on? There are some alarmed looking faces <laughs> staring Catherine, at you. you stand here. There's some hands-on weapons kind of a situation going doing, on. Doing a standoff like, in the middle of the- Don't make me tell the captain something bad happened. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all cool. You just stand there. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. My mother told- I didn't have a mother. <laughs> All right, Augie. I didn't have a We're going to go get these chatter guys. Devin? I do not know what to make of what just happened. <laughs> um, I am definitely of two minds. I the While the uh, Borisia planet does very much interest me, I, I fear that there's more, more a personal thing due to the mystics and the nature of that, the, the ruins. But, uh... We definitely need to address uh, Rally's mining, uh, and that seems to be of critical timing um, and very limited uh, ability for us to delay. Um, perhaps if we sp you speak to your um, your contact and see what uh, can happen, and then maybe we will have some more information and know what our time frames are and what we are able to and not to do. It's possible that I can do nothing and that will make our decision for us. That is true. All right. I will... So I will hedge. <laughs> <laughs> hedge. <laughs> I don't know. I feel it was like better than what Albus did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that Albus was. Albus just shrugs. August dashes away to prepare the ship for our Imminent disembarkation. Departure. All right. So I can I send um, a text or an email to um, Abid Flores. 
your contact? My contact and just say, hey, I'd like to you to chat. Should we go to the usual bar? You get a response back not too long after that. It says, uh, pretty busy, but I can meet you at my office at uh, 11 o'clock. Perfect. See you then. Are you going alone, Catherine? I think <coughs> uh, he doesn't like to, he doesn't like this relationship to be public and neither do I. Um, Understandable. If you wanted to wait nearby, I'd appreciate it. Very well. Uh, Devin will accompany. So, they, yeah. Yeah. Kolsch goes as well. All right. Devin and Kolsch are accompanying Catherine. Uh, Catherine, you're heading off to not too far away to what is called the uh, the Silver Council or the Silver Council Lawn is another way to describe it. It is a huge grassy park-like area that's beautiful. It's completely walled off with sci-fi electronic fence and highly protected and the middle of this grass far away from any roads. And this is not too far away from the downtown part of the city of Circos. Uh, in the middle of this is a the pinnacle of the government buildings. So the Nova Alliance, of which you are a part of, uh, is run by the president, but is primarily controlled and laws are set up by the Silver Council. These are a group of uh, cartel uh, corporation type leaders that they send their representatives and they decide a lot of the laws. They want things that are done that aren't necessarily always in the Alliance's best interest, more in their best interest at times. Uh, the president has the responsibility to uh, enforce these laws and he uses the Navy and the police and the profits to do so. And sometimes maybe not enforcing things the Silver Council wants that the president thinks is not helpful to people. So there's a bit of a friction between the two, these two branches of government, if you will. So there's a bit of friction between the prophets a bit, because you're known to serve the president and the Silver Council. It is nine uh, people, eight men, one woman that are representatives of these cartels. And you approach. You are prophets. You have authority in certain locations. And as we found out, no authority in others. And it's very, you have to be careful where it's a Swiss cheese of where does your jurisdiction lie. You are in the homeworld of Haven where you have a lot of jurisdiction. There are two places in Haven you have ultimate jurisdiction. One is the Citadel you just left. The other is oddly enough, the Silver Council itself. Hmm. In the past, you guys, the old, old prophets from long ago were the secret service of the governments. That got phased out. You now have a token um, retinue that's left there and they have their own people that do the protection. But you officially have, if it comes to anything with law or concern or military issues or safety, no one there can supersede you in any way whatsoever while they're on the grounds of that place. So it's different. It's a little different. You're all under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> and this is essentially uh, open carry. You can walk around, oh, guns yeah. out, and everything else. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but the catch is also you one slight misstep and you could have devastating consequences to the profits politically. So let's go a little incognito here. Yeah, I'm definitely going, uh, <coughs> looking not like a prophet. Yeah. All right. I have my ID switched to not prophet. Are you and I going in? 
I don't think so. Yeah, I no, think we're, we're like going to like kind of be in the area around the building. Kinda, okay. You know, sitting on the park bench across the street sort sure. of thing. Catherine, um, what does your ID say? Um, It just says, it says, uh, God, I'm Social media me. influencer. Yeah. It says, you know, Katie <laughs> and I'm a reporter. Okay. Yeah. All right. You come striding up to a uh, gatehouse, which has these cool, clear, translucent wall type things. You can see some blurry form of a guard on the other side. The guard presses a button and that force field becomes much more clear and you can see and uh, talk through it. And you recognize the guard as a young uh, trainee who has been sent here as probably the only uh, representative of the prophets. You guys had to do this duty while you were doing your training. And uh, he's standing there and he looks up and um, notices you as well. He says, uh, trainee Lero here. I'm still on duty for the next three hours. So great to see you. Um, I'm Katie. You may remember me from the Circos Sentinel the magazine and sometimes news newsletter. Um, here to see uh, Mr. Flores, the aide to the Silver Council. Got this weird look on his face. <laughs> He's gonna make a how cool am I roll. <laughs> what do you even add to that? <laughs> what the hell are you talking? Catherine, what, what's going on? Yeah, Katie from the Circos Sentinel. Oh, you're doing a disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Six other people around him. <laughs> hey. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see your ID. I mean, I'm wearing my glasses. I don't know why you're <laughs> He takes a look at your ID, but doesn't even look at it. He you're still kinda... wearing your party badge. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is. Uh, he just touches your ID, uh, but doesn't scan or anything. And says, yeah, come uh, right on in. Moot passes the force field so it fades. You can step on in. And he just watches you go in with a weird look like, Am I going to get in trouble in the next 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you walk across this long lawn and enter in the uh, the Silver Council chambers itself. These are tall, uh, the tall structures, way taller than need to be, uh, 30 foot hall, uh, tall hallways that are weird trapezoidal type things. So the walls are angled outward slightly and then has a tall ceiling and the doors are slanted at like, what is it, 20, 15 degrees or so. And there's, it's quiet, it's very loud when you walk. There's official seals as you come in and it has nine different cartels and all their value and importance, um, which I don't think sits particularly well with Catherine. She's uh, had some challenges in the past with cartels. <laughs> and you uh, walk in and someone is there to uh, you, a little administrator guy, and he takes you over. You see there are some of the uh, Silver Council Guard. These are just bodyguards that the council member has that are hired by the cartel. You don't particularly care for them, um, but they're there and they don't give you any notice. And you are brought into your friend's office. The door opens, he motions for you to come in, hangs up the phone and says, Leary! Larry's been forever. So good to see you, Flores. He comes over and gives you a hug. It's a human guy, um, charming fellow. It is wonderful to see you. It's been too long. You're like right across the road, but we just never seem to I have know, time. It's amazing. We should definitely get lunch next week, though. Sounds good to me. Uh, absolutely. So speaking of next week, um, we've been having some 
really crazy assignments. You know, I'm a prophet now. I got officially inducted a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, and I'm glad that we can still, you know, help each other in this relationship. Um, there's been some crazy stuff happening out there um, with Rallis Mining, though. I don't know uh, if you have been hearing about it at all. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, just uh, they've been part of, they've been on this um, planet, Fyak 4, um, doing some mining. I have heard Fyak 4. He quickly starts typing on his little computer. Yeah, they're having some sort of issue with the government, it says here. Yeah, it looks like um, there were, you know, they set up a government so that there were two people from uh, two conflicting groups. Um, one being Rallis Mining and one the Christini who have some sort of religious importance there, you know, you know how religious folk get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like it's breaking down pretty hard and they need somebody to come in and mediate. He gets a little beep and he says, hold on, I'll be right there. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you have you heard if they're going to be voting on this anytime soon. Uh, no, there's no vote on it uh, that's been pushed through at all. All right. Well, it's something that we think we can help with. And I think I'd like the opportunity to go and uh, make sure that we can have a peaceful situation there. Um, is there anything you suggest that we can do to make sure that this keeps that part of the the universe a little bit happier and healthier? Anybody you think I could talk to? I don't understand what you mean. Uh, if this is of interest um, to the Silver Council, of course, you know, we're just trying to keep that part of the world feeling peaceful is there anything that anybody that you think might have an interest in that well you gotta understand and he checks again the coordinates that's that's middle of nowhere um even that main planet there Fayek one has some trade but that's of limited use to the to the old guys here on the council they yeah. only care about what's a big heavy hitter especially money wise so if we brought it, it looks like they have to sign off and anything having to do with making that government a little bit more stable which would mean needing to uh, erase the current government and giving 30 days to make it a little bit healthier from our perspective, but we need their sign-off. It doesn't sound like they care that much. Is this something that we could try to propose to get through quickly, and since it doesn't affect their interests? I see. We could work toward that. Is there something that would be Uh, of interest there for them? Well, that's not necessarily easy to do. Absolutely. That's why I came to the best in the biz. Oh, make a <laughs> persuasion roll with advantage <laughs> since you just made me chortle. <laughs> um, that is a 26. Woo! Jeez. I rolled a 17 and a 19. So. Nice. <laughs> you have plus seven? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, purposes of this roll? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Look, that's again. I'm I'm bringing up something, and I gotta annoy my boss, my councilman, with this. But for you, I'm willing to do it. But you owe me one. Sure, of course. All right, send me the paperwork. I'll I'll get him to sign it. He won't care. Um, right. Just gotta busy up his day with it. But yeah, I can make that happen. Thank you so much. Um, if this happens, we'll probably move out faster than next week. Do you want to make sure that we get lunch sometime this week before we head out? Sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll send that right around. All right. He uh, gives you another hug on the way out the door and you are head out. You meet your friends outside the force field barriers. How did it go? Great. I own one, but that's sort of how we do. 
back yes. and forth every time. Um, he says that if we send along some paperwork, he can get the Silver Council to sign. It doesn't sound like they have a lot of interest either way. So who knows if that's right? They might have a lot of interest, but we get our way regardless. You are full of surprises, Catherine. That is good to hear. This is really my one surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. We have lots of surprises. <laughs> You Come guys, cake, uh, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head back to the Citadel. What would the rest of you guys like to do? Um, I mean, I say we go talk to Oli up and get that proceeding started and then see how long it'll take. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Oli up gets the paperwork sent out to your guy and they're just waiting on a response. All right. Well, if we're not the ones to go deal with this problem, then we have to let Captain Valencia know. Sounds like we're back to the conversation we were having like four hours ago. Well, it seems like if this is going to proceed quickly, um, that that is the natural choice for us to make. Because um, we we must address this. And if, and if this court proceeding does not take long and there's not a lot of red tape to break through, then we have to head that way. We will be there for a month. It might be that even though we know the players, perhaps we're not the right people to go. We already have one uh, X against us. Yes. Um, well, perhaps we speak to Valencia and see see what their thought is. I have a feeling he'll tell us that we should do what we think is best. Yes, me too. <laughs> but I don't, and I don't know that there is anybody else that they could send to take care of this. It uh, seems like we are the only candidates. Ollie up seemed a little eager. Eh. I think he'll be eager to govern while we figure out the rest of the problem. Kolshanagi, I know you're very concerned about Chandra, and I don't want that to go unnoticed. If this is what you believe is firmly the most important thing, then we should talk to Captain Valencia and see if he can spare others for this Rallis work. Uh, you hear August chime in over the comms, and all you hear is banging in, stupid Chandra, tung, 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 and then, fine. Take it easy on her there, Augie. Don't, we leave. Like I said, I'm, I support whatever play you want to make. I trust you. Devin shrugs. God, Catherine shrugs too. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Yeah, I mean, I really want to chase after this Borasia thing, but... but You I, also want to chase after a creepy lady. That's true. I definitely want to do that. <laughs> she has done nothing to you. <laughs> she was sort of spooky. It's like Lethal Weapon 2 when Mad Max himself goes walking into the embassy room and he just makes eye contact with the evil henchman. Uh-huh. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> and he does it again, Lethal Weapon 4 with what's his name, the, the Asian the Kung Fu guy. Uh-huh. He, oh, I know what this guy, and just this instant hatred. That yeah. was the exact same thing with you and that psionic lady. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I know that she's like, like her and I just gonna have to have it out at some <laughs> point in time. be a tickle slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back as Uncle Benny then if if, if the oh opportunity God, presents itself. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> I think um speaking to Oli up. Yes. Um 
how long will this uh, whole proceeding take once we get the paperwork back from the Silver Council? Uh, I think it would take months, honestly, but the guy just sent a response back, said, yeah, I'll get on it uh, and get back to you today. So which one is it, today or months? Uh, it sounds like he's getting to it today. I don't know this guy. And if that happens today, then the proceedings, like, it, it it's immediate? Uh, we have to, I have to go find actual paper to print this on for it to be official for some reason. <laughs> printer <And> hasn't been. <laughs> we have to reinvent a dot yeah. matrix printer. That is going to get jammed for like 30 hours. <laughs> but once we have that in my hand, all we have to do then is serve that at the, at the planet. Let me ask this. Is there any way to delay that for a short while? like uh, two weeks, three weeks to say that there's some hang up with the paperwork and that we will be there. Do not give me that look. <laughs> I just... Do not like the look you were giving me. I just me. asked the guy on your behalf to hurry and rush this through and Catherine said she had a cut and I'm going to tell him yank him back the other way? No, not that guy. The actual... Uh, on Fayek. You know, explain to them that the paperwork is in process. Whatever. I don't care. Come up with something... Something that sounds good. They're not aware of anything we're doing. Right, but they have put in requests. Of their own. Right, and then respond to that request. Are we talking about the same thing? What is happening? I think that they don't realize what we're doing and that if they do, that they'll try to stop whatever we're doing. Uh, That is true. Augie, there is a buzz (laughs) at the ship's hatch. I activate all weapons. Because I can. (laughs) Uh, I open and see who's beyond the door there. All right, you uh, head down out of the engineering room over towards the uh, hatch. You open it up. There's a little uh, gangway there. And at the bottom is a crate with some supplies in it that has been uh, wheeled over by uh, a tall engineer lady with purplish skin who stands at seven feet tall and kind of hunched over. <laughs> oh, this is for you. Kido- oh, Kidori? And, and tell Albus I said hi. Can't wait for him to come back. Looks like you're getting ready to leave. He's, he's talked nothing but of you this whole time. Can't wait to hear his sweet, sweet voice again. What have you brought me? Is that Katori down there? <laughs> I think we might be losing a ship member. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Puberty. A uh, quartermaster sent this. Oh, thank you. And uh, August doesn't bother wheeling it into the ship, starts dismantling it on the spot. All right. So you now have 12 pieces of a cargo container. And inside, amongst that debris. Hey, do that kissy face thing for me for tour. Thanks. <laughs> she it's- leaps and looks at you, Augie. Make the kissy face. Oh, August, August, August creates a uh, creates He's a not uh, doing three-dimensional uh, emote that comes up, little uh, emoji, spinning emoji thing, something like that. She walks away. Just oh, really? She, she says hi. <laughs> Augie, inside you find there are uh, a couple uh, little smaller boxes, one labeled Kolsch, and it has two fragmentation grenades inside. Yeah. Aww. Well, I leave that off the ship. <laughs> I'm just sorting like, through this. 
There's uh, another one uh, that you open up that says Catherine, and it has a tactical scanner inside. Ooh, I don't know what it is, but I'm excited. And there's another one named uh, 47P. Oh. And inside are small little computer chips, which you identify as 12 different voice modulators. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I, I start sorting through to the ones of my preference. Okay, they're, the all, they're getting... all yours. There's no sign off on the sheet. <laughs> yes, that'll give me some time to work out some fun stuff right. for 47P. Right. You stumble back into engineering. You've made sure everything is looking good. You try and store some stuff in some areas you haven't been in and trying to get everything ship shape because this would be the first long distance travel, right? Mm-hmm. With yep. Vesper. Yep. Yeah, you've just been into orbit and back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and as you do so, you see a panel you've been passing by and uh, haven't paid too much attention to. You give it a close look. <laughs> and on this panel, uh-huh. there is a lever. And on next to it is another lever. And mm-hmm. you're not sure what the function of these are. And you, you haven't seen how they connect to uh, where they connect to, and you could start dissembling and making it work, but you see two levers. One has a label that says uh, <laughs> RIVA, R-I-V-A, all capitals. Okay. And it has on and off. And the other lever right next to it is motion tracking defense, on, off. Hmm. The hell could RIVA stand for? So noted. All right, what would you guys like to do? I like that you're basically like, don't press this button, Augie. Yeah. <laughs> You've given me more buttons to press. That's... <clears throat> uh, is there a way for me to examine the circuitry of said items? Uh, what items? Uh, specifically these two new levers that I found. Find out what they actually do. Uh, yeah, make an engineering roll. I mean, is there an owner's guide to this thing? Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't need an owner's guide. Profits confiscated it from... Seven. Seven. You can't tell, and you have a fear you would start disassembling critical things that would prevent flight. <laughs> it's a load-bearing metal <laughs> tin. <laughs> There's a drift globe floating around in the hallway. All right. I, I, I deem it best to leave it alone for now. guys want to do? Well, I guess um, we need to get the paperwork filed and get Ollie up on board. And He's just waiting. So you guys want to just fast forward through time? You got something else you want to do? Anybody what are we do? doing? What, what coordinates am I putting in here, guys? Uh, I don't think we're quite ready yet. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think okay. fast forward, get ready to go. Assume I had lunch with what's his name? Yeah. Um, friend. He was not available. Oh, rude. Busy all day. Later of the week would work better for him. And a couple hours go by and Ollie up comes running up like a Bilbo at the end of the first act of The Hobbit with a piece of paper, a long piece of paper in his hand running. I'm going on an adventure. I've got the paper. Look what I've got. I've got it. Ding, ding. Trying to bring the doorbell to get in. Uh, hey, I've got it. Yeah, what's that motion sensor thing again? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite figured them out yet. These new features. There needs to be an owner's manual. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Press buttons until the door opens. All right. He comes in. Hello. Hey, I've got I've got the paperwork. 
We just need to get a timetable of when you guys want to head out and kind of arrange what we're going to do. Uh, how that's going to... Hello? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like engines are going. I, I guess we'd let him in. Uh, he's in and he's walking around and finally bumbling his way into the bridge. Hey, uh, we're not taking off, are we? What? Hey, what's up? We're... No one's told me where we're going yet. I'm just, I'm just chilling. Okay. When uh, you say timeline, what uh, sort of timeline can we work with? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was just going to go see my mother tomorrow afternoon. Um, and then I've got kind of a date. You're about to be on a planet for a month. I know. So, like, I don't want to, like, ditch the guy. I want to at least, you know, let him know that there's some sort of connection there. So, uh, so, so tomorrow night's new. Uh, after that, I've got a dodgeball team. I mean, the timeline for the, uh, you know what? We leave today. What? We, <laughs> all things are canceled. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> what, is, wow. what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> all right, all right, bud. Let's just go, go this pack. This episode is weird. <laughs> get, get your things. You're going to be gone at least a month. Um, make sure you bring a gun just in case. A gun? You know, government's hard. And, <laughs> and um, may bring some fancy clothes. Welcome to the party, pal. Fancy dinners. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. All right. And he runs we'll off. See you in 20 minutes. And he returns uh, 22 minutes later, huffing and puffing. We're already gone. <laughs> He's got three large purple bloated suitcases with him. And it comes in. Okay, where do I where do I stay? There's a uh, an executive kind of cabin. No, sir, the same cabin as the rest of us. It's right over here. Oh, all right. Yeah, top bunk for you. Um, I'm just gonna send a note to Captain Blensky to let him know what we're doing. We've taken one Ollie up. Thank for, like, you. The first time ever, <laughs> we're just letting him know what we're doing. All right. Uh, you guys fire up the ship and Albus, you take off and the Vesper leaves the hangar of the Citadel. You. No, it's fine. Okay. You blast past the city of Circos, head out into the atmosphere. You leave the planet of Haven and Augie gets ready in engineering, gives you the all clear. You punch in coordinates to go back to the... Uh, Fiac system to the town of Salor with the domed world, and you engage the drift drive. Uh, Since we had been before, yes. is it easier to get there now? Absolutely, if it's the same ship. Damn. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> it is not. We gotta go back. <laughs> not the same not ship. Not the same ship. Uh, so, uh, I need Albus to make a, and if it's a different pilot as well, uh, Albus, mm -hmm. make a, uh, vehicles roll, Would please. the pilot matter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I've had a lot of cockpit experience There's lately, style. so I should be fine. Yeah, so it's a 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Love. Okay. Catherine just knows that he's going to be flying this plane and is just like sitting on a chair, gripping the sides of just like as hard as possible. You uh, drop into drift space, a whole separate reality of strange darkness and nebulous clouds and such. That part's successful. 
and it takes you a while to figure out where you're at and where you need to go within this other dimension and you start engaging the drift drive there as well and traveling. It's going to take you guys some time to get there. It's going to take you, what was that roll? 11. It's going to take you the full two weeks to get there of travel time. All during that time, it's just all up going, oh man, oh, two weeks, the month, this is terrible. This is terrible. You have no Wi-Fi. How do I reach them? <laughs> and you guys head out and take some time. Anything you want to do during this? Oh, oh, yeah, Kolsch finds a label with his name on it, but nothing attached to it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, There's an empty box. It's like, uh, box. Uh, August, what, uh, what's this? Why's my name on it? It's for you. Oh, they're just this empty box? A perfect box. <laughs> hey, I've got one of those, too. It's too small for me to fit in. <laughs> have you have you tried? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got one ear and uh, a couple teeth. <laughs> it's, just his, it's just his head. <laughs> I really tried. Uh, no, everything I left on your bunks. Oh, what the... Uh, you good. left fragmentation grenades under his bed? <laughs> They're safe. <laughs> they have, this they have pins. <laughs> Uh, can I hear a story about those fragmentation grenades? Once upon a time, yeah. long, long ago. For dirty evil. No, yeah. Uh, you go to your bunk and see there are two fragmentation grenades. Do You've never tossed a fragmentation grenade, have mm, you? Nope, I've tossed a, uh, a uh, flashbang. Same thing, but more bang. Hmm. Less flash. Fragmentation grenade uh, is 2d6 piercing. Um, so with that, would I get my my regular... Uh... Dexterity chance to hit, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. What's my tactical scanner do? Tactical scanner has a tiny little manual. You take a look at it, and it is your first piece of significant gear. <gasps> tactical scanner is ambassador only. <gasps> It lets you help others. Is that your forte? Ah, boo. <laughs> she tosses it. This is trash. <laughs> Once per short rest, uh, before a target is attacked by an ally, you can give that ally advantage on the attack. Nice. Hmm. If, but, what? Can you repeat that? You can have it. Prior to Ooh. an attack. One per short rest target. So when oh, they okay. really need to hit, straight. you can Sweet. help them out. Uh, uh, so Devin will um, figure out what that harness is all about. Yeah, you take a look. Oh, yeah. uh, you spend some time. It's beyond your mystical capabilities. You spend time uh, getting Augie's input, which is really just you leaning over going, yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. You told me to give it to a magic user or an engineer. Yep, yep. the engineer needed it. Oh, <laughs> it was okay. much more technical. <laughs> Uh, what you have found from that guy is another item. This is a warrior's bandolier for warrior only. After you, uh, after your attack defeats an enemy, you can take a small disengage, a five foot step right after you defeat an enemy and you gain a ferocity point. Mm. As a bonus action, you can spend two ferocity points. They stay with you forever and you recover one spent stunt 
Wow. Jesus. <laughs> so you kill you kill two people. I don't and you know get a why a bandolier does that, but it's cool. It's great. Still gonna call it Larry's harness. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing Devin does is spend some time with the Saralon sphere. All right. Like I think it's like in like a kind of a compact place he has to crawl. Oh up. yeah, there's it's like up above all the quarters. That's you gotta lay on your back. <laughs> oh, he yeah. like gets stuck in he, there he one day. There. It like, is the opposite oh, of the Serenity I Chamber. Stuck with the Serenity Sphere. Can I get some help? <laughs> Please help me. All right. <laughs> Camera pans into the cockpit <laughs> where Albus is kind of sitting sideways in the captain's chair, his feet up on one of the panels. He's got a data pad, and you hear a monologue. Dear Katori. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my name is not Katori. <laughs> it's been six days since I became a man. Oh god. Just mark this now. <laughs> Just stop recording. <laughs> I really have to thank you for completing that part of me. <laughs> Even though I have no soul. Yeah. I feel <laughs> God, so many regrets for letting you be part of this group now. <laughs> oh. like, can I rescind that offer? This is the most cringy moment of, at the table. <laughs> I feel Chris like is hiding. I understand life a little clearer now. And I can't wait to see your purpley little face again. All yours, Albie. <laughs> Albie. <laughs> Uh, awesome. All right. And like you hear in the background, like Catherine's like whispering to Augie, like, what would it take to like turn him off? <laughs> like permanently. I'm worried about turning him off. <laughs> <laughs> so Catherine, your heavy pistol looking at these stats on it is a little more unwieldy than I had recalled. It has a recoil value on it that is more than your strength, so you will have no ability. <laughs> it is a massive Boo. pistol. You will have no ability to add your dexterity bonus to the attack damage, the attack, and it's so bulky with its recoil, you'll be at disadvantage when using it. With that in mind, you can keep it, or uh, the quartermaster could have sent in the box per your request an auto pistol, which is a lighter version of that. Auto pistol, please. All right. Negotiations. Oh, you were so pretty. Negotiations exactly. junior. <laughs> Light, <laughs> L-I-T-E. Yeah, you could call this one request. <laughs> Are you giving that back? A painful request. Yeah, I'll give Sorry. this back to Cole. Razors, get a little stronger. I'll give it back to you. I gotta get a lot stronger. <laughs> uh, the auto pistol is 1d6 piercing damage. Okay. Its range is 60 slash 300. Wow. And it is a burst fire. Uh, it can also do the burst fire. Mm -hmm. And it can do that two times before needing to be reloaded. Light pistol. You used to have the light pistol, right? Yes. Um, it is also the high velocity rounds, which means if you come across someone with no armor on, uh, you get to do a lot of extra damage. Ah. Not natural armor, like a carapace or something like that, but if some dude's walking down the street, some punk, and he has no armor, just, oh, just hurt him real you're bad. gonna ruin his day. <laughs> ruin his day. So like those, those rip claws, they armored up? Um, One was not, the others had some minor jackets on. Right, one I'm was not. I'm gonna start asking. I wish, yeah. I have, uh, sure it wasn't that guy. 
Yeah, sure. It's all, it's all good. All right. That one guy that almost killed everybody never had armor on. <laughs> <laughs> the chief, the ganger right. chief. Juice. Days and days go by as you fly through drift space. It is boring and tedious. Some of the most boring, tedious times in your life. Unless you're Augie and he's in his element. <laughs> he, you have to rely on whatever he says and he's checking dials and knobs and steam gauges. And experimenting. All right. All Late right. one night. <laughs> he comes into <laughs> your room, Albus. <laughs> This <laughs> uh, is now open to all of those experiences, by the way. Yeah. Uh, slips into the room of Albus uh, under the cover of night and space and uh, begins tinkering with his voice modulations. Oh, Albus, make a perception roll. Disadvantaged as you're sleeping. Uh, Augie, make a stealth roll. In full armor. <laughs> Um, nine. Nine for Albus. Seven. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so it's the middle of the night. You wake up and there's some strange pressure. Uh, and there's someone fiddling around. You thought it was some dream. You start swatting and there is this strange white haired eyes glowing in the limited light, beady eyed rat looking at you as you sleep. What's up, bro? <laughs> Shh, don't move. I told you not to put your finger in there. Oh. Really? Oh. Still? <laughs> he started that one. <laughs> I thought you'd be more open to it. Dude, I'm almost done. Don't move. Consent. Do, what, you, what do, you, do you consent what, to this? What are you doing? Just, no. What? Can't, what? Shh, what? <laughs> Big boys don't cry. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so dark. Oh, that feels really weird. And you hear. What? Oh. No, no, hold on. <laughs> what <laughs> voice modulation <laughs> do you want to put in? For a moment, you you hear Albus is like, that's really weird. And then his voice is gone oh. for a moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, August has put in the uh, voice chip of the beloved folk hero, Jim Jim. <laughs> Jim Jim? The magic blob? The magic blob. <laughs> he was there for Jim Jim. He was not, and All therefore right. he can make up what he sounds like. This is Jim Jim the magic blob, everyone's childhood friend on TV <laughs> who sadly passed away recently. <laughs> and there I was. Wait, what? What, what, what is my voice doing? This is, this is odd, man. Put me back, I like the bro. It's so much better. No, it's awful. I win. What do you want to do with the voice chip you took out? I smash it. On the <laughs> the voice of Jim Jim. You bring back such happy memories. Jim Jim was a chain smoker. <laughs> His later years. Our this is what killed Jim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, it is the next day. So this is how I sound. <laughs> you sound like one of March's sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Come on, Salma. 
<laughs> oh boy. Uh, Kolsch, you're walking down, heading to get some breakfast the next morning, and you swear to God you're hearing the voice of Jim Jim the Magic Blob <laughs> off in the distance. Jim Jim! Cursing, Jim Jim. cursing in ways you haven't heard before. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, speaking of, how is the galley on, uh, on Vesper? It is not as nice as the other one. It is very cramped, but it does fit most of you. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, make I'll make like a big uh, breakfast for everybody. All right. I'm thinking like if you would uh, the officer's galley on board a submarine. Mm-hmm. So you got to scoot in down a long bench. You're really close together. Little compartments open up to get whatever you need. That kind of stuff. It's yeah. tight, but it's cozy. Okay. Oh, it's not Firefly Roomy. No. When oh, I damn. hear when I hear Jim Jim's voice, my mouth starts to water. <laughs> and I'm like Pavlovian oh, response. We forgot to get the popsicles. We were supposed to get the Jim Jim blob popsicles or whatever they were. Augie, we need to turn the ship around. We need to go get those. Augie comes racing through the uh, galleyway towards the rear section. Yeah! Jim Jim! <laughs> He's and being chased <laughs> by a strange voice. Uh, get away from me. What are you doing? <laughs> Holding bits and pieces of his former voice in my hand. All right. More days go by. Time passes. Uh, Albus, you spend time just making sure the ship's on track. You are most in the bridge a lot, checking scanners. Na, na, na. <laughs> 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 I hate this voice. <laughs> I love this game. Oh, man. Augie's going to use it as a treat system for you. <laughs> you got 11 left. You got 11 left. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just wait till he can do it Wi Fi on his own control. <laughs> And two painstakingly long weeks go by, and unless you want to do anything, you guys are ready to come out of drift space and arrive in the Fayek system. Does Devin get anything from the Saralon Sphere? Uh, no. There is no connection that you can make, but you can sense a presence slightly there. So you know it's there. What it is, you don't know. There's no connection that you're able to make, but you can sense it's not just an empty compartment or anything. Can you talk to it on the computer? Sure. It just keeps typing up, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Doogie Hauser. Like, dear computer, yeah, today much. I sat here and listened to Jim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, Playing Catherine. Pong with your Saralons. <laughs> Catherine would like to do a little bit of research. Um first bit would be if there's any news about what's been happening on Fayek 4 since we left a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And then the other would be to see if we can learn a little bit more about Chadra's home. She will hopefully remember the name of... Borasia? Yep, that Borasia. To see if there's anything else she can learn about, like, are there other people there? What's the likelihood of, like, this thing finding its way out and infecting other people on the planet? Make a computer's roll, please. Okay. Your specialty. The best at it. 
almost good as I am with strength. Uh, make two computer rolls, please. All right, the one first one is a 16. All right. That was your FIAC. Yes. Um, and then the second one ooh, is a 13. Okay. First one was a 16. Yes. You find very little information at all about FIAC, FIAC 4, or anything going on there, and you're just about to give up when you see an article dealing with uh, a, a value of a company and the stockholder returns that they're expecting, and there's a small line in there that says Rallis Mining has shut down its operations at FIAC 4. Wow. I mean, when you blow up their mind, that's going to happen. Which is very surprising. Oops-a-doodle. <clears throat> the other information, you were asking about Borasia, the planet Borasia. Mm -hmm. uh, you are able to tell that there are some uh, people on there called Borasians. They are very uh, kind of backwards, if you wish. They're not uh, primitive, but they're... They're not taking to technology very well, um, but they are there. There's a small uh, outpost there that, and this is outside of Alliance space. There's a small outpost uh, that was set up that was supposed to do um, uh, some, uh, 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 what am I trying to think of? Research for botanical stuff and uh, research for medicine and that never panned out. There was some archeology span work and they thought that might be a big trade to draw people in. That never worked. There's some tourism stuff there of exciting guide-related stuff and going on dangerous adventures. That's kind of had a little bit. There's a, like two or three different outfits there that run that kind of stuff. But it's a small, like maybe 20, 30 building town. Um, and then a couple of these primitives scatter. I keep using primitives. These Borasians scattered throughout. Uh, and they seem... What was your role? 13? 13. They seem that they only have a name as far as you're concerned. <laughs> You've got no information on mm, that. Okay. <clears throat> all right. And then shoom, the Vesper and all its sleek old style flashes into reality. You are with your role that you made, your piloting role, Albus, you are nowhere close your destination and it will take you half a day to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and you immediately fire up the system engines and the ship speeds off towards FIAC 4. The, as you do so, your concern is that anyone there knows you're coming. Um, what is the transponder situation? What was it last time? Well, I mean, wouldn't we be coming in as profits? I mean, because that's what our, you know, we're coming in with Oli up with legal paperwork. I would mm -hmm. think we would be coming in as profits. Sure, yeah. So it's just uh, the NAN 5811 Vesper. Okay, as a profit ship? As, what's its yes. function? Okay, all right. Um, you do so. You get contacted by the control people at FIAC 1. They warn you that in the last month there's been some re reported uh, ripclaw activity just to be a, give a, a heads up. There might be any encounter with them. Uh, and you guys fly for several hours. Devin's on sensors. Okay. <laughs> Devin, after a while you pick up something on sensors and it is a transfer station in orbit around FIAC 4. 
and there is a ship docked there. And as you guys approach, you are hailed by the transfers. <clears throat> One comes. All right. Hello, hello. Who is this? This is Fayek 4. We are the Prophets. Uh, this is the vessel Vesper. Did you say Prophets? Yes. Cool. Indeed. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the meaning of the world cool, Devin? <laughs> yeah. Well, are you coming in? I'm not coming out. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are coming in. All right. Uh, Put the snare drum into uh, comms yet, but take a uh, Doc A. You're uh, welcome to Doc. Very good. All right, Doc A, here we go. <laughs> you fly in. As you guys fly in, by the way, for all of your great efforts in helping and quickly combating the challenges at the Solar Array Station, you all get a DM inspiration die. Nice. Particularly for that combat, no <laughs> other prophets died. Yeah. If that makes any yeah. sense. Their fate okay. was in your hands. All right. You bring it in, you're the Vesper, and you dock next to this transfer station. You see the shuttle is attached, and you dock. There's a loud clang, and the hatch hisses, and it says it's a good seal on the airlock. Uh, Ollie up is there, and your group is gathering up and attaching weapons or whatever it is that you do. And he's like, um, so what exactly do I do? Uh, you serve the paperwork and take over the government, I believe, is what the plan is. You brought a gun, right? That is the plan, yes. Uh, I've got a gun somewhere in one of my bags. Where it belongs. Uh, I'm... Yes. I'm just... I'm not great with confrontation. <laughs> That's all right, we are. <laughs> just follow our lead. It's our specialty. <laughs> okay, I'll follow your lead. Uh, the other ship that was docked at the station, what's, uh... What, is that, just is that anything that we need to be worried about? Uh, it's up to you. It's a, a small, short-range hauler, most likely um, in, within this system. Okay. What's the name? It's uh, Theseon. Theseon. Sounds suspicious. Aldi, did you lock the door <laughs> when we left? The ship. Albus. Albus. Albi. Yeah. Don't say Albi. Oh, my God. We'll be screwed with Augie and Albi. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't even catch you. <laughs> Albi is only for Katora, by the way. That's not my name. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait till that's said. <laughs> What's her name? Is that her name? You're, you've changed yeah. her name several times <laughs> now, by the way. <laughs> There's so many of them inside the keep track. <laughs> it's uh, a blur sure of... you lock the door when we leave. Purple. Purple skin. <laughs> Right, lock the door. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're being you piloted in by Red Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> the you guys pile out of your ship. You are in the uh, large arrival section on board the transfer station this time it's not creepy there's gravity there's lights there's no corpse attached to a seat there's uh one guy who is sitting behind a, a control console he's got a little jumpsuit on and he even has some nice muzak playing in the background mm. 
Cole starts doing the shoulder dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. What brings the prophets here? Sightseeing. And taking over governments. <laughs> I'm a prophet. How long, how long you been working here? Oh, I just got hired not too long ago. <clears throat> I'm the pilot. I'll, I'll be taking you down. I'm hey. Dave. People call me Big Flight Dave. Hey, Dave. Uh, what <laughs> Big Flight Dave. Who's your employer? Uh, I'm employed by uh, some sort of company, but I think it really it's Rallis Mining, but I think it's like a company in between. Okay. I just cast the checks, guy. Have All you... of that's just written on the check. <laughs> <laughs> in between, in between this something, <laughs> maybe Rallis, DBA. <laughs> you fill it in who it's from. <laughs> this is legit. I assure you. It's from the company to the bank that the company owns. So, <laughs> um, Dave, have you ever piloted? A ship that has six buttons on it. <laughs> Very important question. Hey, 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 I get where you're coming from, but there's an order to press those buttons, you understand? Not just anyone can fly this. I've been officially checked out. It took me an e-learning class. <laughs> Are we still having problems with those bugs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things will kill you. Well, they had a little power failure a little bit back yeah. on one section a couple weeks ago. Like five or six of those suckers got in. Sounds like bad news and not at all like our fault. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are sightseeing, sure huh? Off planet. <laughs> I guess sure you are. I guess you uh, want to get down. There's no reason to hang out here unless you got more coming off the ship. Nope, this is all of us. All right. Come on in. And you aboard that shuttle with like freaking 32 seats arranged oddly. And uh, he climbs in the first seat, waits for you all to get settled and says, all right. Uh, he gets on the radio. This is uh, Big Flight Dave. I'm coming in. I've got six new arrivals. Here we come. And Devin is taking a spot um, where he can watch what buttons are pressed in what order. All right. He launches, the ship goes backwards. He engages navigation stuff, he engages autopilot stuff. You've got the order down, you're watching it, Devin. He presses an extra button of a music player next to him and it starts playing some country music oh uh, with a little bit of a beaten energy to it and he starts going on in. Yeah, I don't get any uh, profits. Uh, I normally get some people that are looking just for work and haulers and that type. Occasionally some people with some weapons, but you guys are loaded for some trouble. This is just how we travel. You never know. Smooth transition of government. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you guys are joking with this government thing, but no, really. Can you tell me what you're doing? I hope those checks were still cash. <laughs> <laughs> he flies in. The black planet is ahead. It's got this yellow circle of the dome as you approach with this swirling black innocent cloud that moves across it and as you get closer and closer he hits some more buttons and charges up the bow mounted cannon a light goes off in the north section of the dome as you fly really close he blasts the cloud quote unquote cloud of bugs that are all over this dome scattering a small area he pierces through that dome 
bringing none with him because he's been checked out. <laughs> and you fly through and are immediately hit by dong 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 of these yellow atmospheric ball related oh, things. <laughs> what are these? Oh, they're they're a really fun time. I think you're gonna like them. They are does, it, does it seem like the um, <clears throat> density of bugs has increased since last time or decreased or about to make a xenobiology roll? Oh, Woo! That's my specialty mass. Why? <laughs> How is that your specialty? I'm getting pushed at the window by you. <laughs> what did I get here? I got a total of 16. 16. You don't believe it's decreased. You think it may have increased, but if so, not by much. I took a xenobiology class in community college. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's such a little in, uh, increase, I, I don't bring it up. All I'm right. Just, yeah. Uh, more bouncing around these glow ball things and the dome to the uh, parking area. Parking area? No, the uh, dock opens <laughs> up. The shuttle comes in, fires its thrusters in reverse. The door closes and the shuttle comes to a land. And you guys are back at the lion's den once again. Uh, I have some regrets already. Yes, we should have gone to Borisia. <laughs> Gotten killed by a big spider. The engines power off. You guys get out of your seats awkwardly and then take a ladder that was in the floor down. The gangway opens up and instead of being murdered by bugs, there <laughs> are just people out there quietly refueling. <laughs> no murder today. Some guy in a jumpsuit mm, comes up <laughs> and he uh, uh, has a little data pad and he says, uh, he says, all right, um, welcome to Salor. About your names and your business. He looks at all of your weapons and armor and tactical scanners. Um, <laughs> we are profits. Our names and business is our own. Thank you. <laughs> all kind of attitude. <laughs> um, Devin will just, just kind of push past to start walking on. All right. And as you walk on, uh, you hear behind you, Devin, we're here to bring a new government. <laughs> Says Ollie up excitedly. And I put... I, Cole pushes Ollie up, like, keep, keep moving, kiddo. <laughs> shh, shh. Um, I think we need to go to the police station. Oh, man, I forgot about that <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, we are in trouble already. We need to collect the police and then go. That's away. why we brought the guns. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the data pad says, uh, you guys were here not so long ago. Nope, we've never been here before. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. You do not get to make a deception roll. He said, "No, no, no. I remember the the cat Valna and the squeaky Navy. I think I just created a racist term." And yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended already. Them out there. What are you talking about? Where's what are you saying? They all look the same. I definitely knew. <laughs> I've never been here. I'm only three. <laughs> now imagine this voice in this weird seven and a half foot tall monstrosity. In the Zor. form of beloved Jim Jim. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like Jim Jim still. <laughs> the guy says uh, he's looking behind you all at the shuttle. Is there any? Uh, <laughs> he's looking for you. Is there any more coming out? Who else is coming? Epo is not here. Oh. It is all of us. Oh, buddy. I like just, I just. He walks away. I he walks away. Albus very much. It's fine. <laughs> he has genitalia. <laughs> That's one up over Evo. Recently. <laughs> 
Uh, you guys. Is the <laughs> way overdue rental still idling in the parking lot? You parked it in the white zone. That's for loading and unloading only. <laughs> no, but you have to go to the Hertz rent a car and you're all sitting there in your full combat armor. <laughs> He's trying to upgrade you again to a full size truck. Yeah. <laughs> we need the SUV. Uh, yeah, I can set you up with that. And uh, he gets you a vehicle and you go out to the parking lot. There are two to choose from. And you take the more expensive one. You head outside. There are these giant yellow orby flat pill looking things eight feet long that you can push with some effort. I punched one as hard as I can. All right. Your punch <laughs> moves it slowly, but it does move a little bit. It's still got a little bit of weight to it. It's weird, oddly enough. Resistance to it. And these can things I... are eight feet long pillows, essentially, or whatnot? Yeah, I'm imagining a plastic ball that is kind of deflated halfway down, so it's uh, half flat, so it's more like a pill-shaped ball. Rubbery on the outside, it's kind of crystally, like a marble on the inside, and it's almost negative weight, so they can go up, they can go down gently, and they are scattered throughout the atmosphere. You see there are a couple fans that are a big, huge industrial fans that are placed along different road sections so that there's actually movement that gets them out of the way and keeps some of the roads clear. Kolsch, Kolsch, yeah. give, give me a boost. <laughs> and I'm going to try to climb on top of one. Okay. Yeah, Kulsh, boost her up. You give her a boost and uh, Catherine, you have climbed on top of one and it is just gently, slowly floating, maybe five feet off the ground. And this you're you're on your knees. Best. Do you want to push? Yeah. I want you to give me a push, and then I want you to tie me onto the back of the car and take it for a ride. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> a little. I'd be careful. <laughs> uh, I tie my rope around like the middle section. All right. You lasso a rope around. And you tie it to the rental car. You see three different people in jumpsuits come out from the dock and are just. I think you see here move along. <laughs> just watching. This is your new government. <laughs> this official profit business. <laughs> They're just like, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> now you can. New law. <laughs> Everyone must ride the glue. <laughs> I think we've had a a good side business, a side hustle here. Okay. Uh, There's a six-person truck. Five of you fit in there. And then, Catherine, you're the six. You are not going inside. You are outside on this very safe mode of transportation. (laughs) Kolsch, you're driving or who's driving? Oh, I'm not driving. No? (laughs) Albus? Albus, you want to take that roll again? Okay. Albus uh, squeezes into the driver's seat. It is tight. The seat's as far back as it can go. (laughs) (laughs) He's all hunched down in the rig. Every action you can turn to brake or accelerate with a six-second lag between them. It's, It's cramped. All right. I can bear. I have to turn with my my forefinger and thumb. The truck starts up. It it's like I'm milking a cat. <laughs> and you drive <laughs> off. <laughs> and the truck goes. There's a few feet of slack that start to go. And then, yank, the glow goes. Catherine, make an acrobatics roll, yeah. please. <laughs> Prepare to take some damage. 13. 13. Catherine, you get knocked off 
fall down, but are able to grab onto the top of the rope that's wrapped around and hold on to almost like a bull's horn type thing on a rodeo. Uh, you're hanging on, your feet are dangling off, uh, and then the truck goes forward and then it gets lower as you're going forward and lower, and then it starts to bounce off the ground. <laughs> And bounce off the ground again. All right, Slim Pickens. <laughs> and uh, there's a turn up ahead, and he turns. <laughs> and dun, it's dun, a little dun, crazy. Dun. You need to make another acrobatics roll. Nine. Nine. <laughs> and you are tossed off of it. You fall uh, to the ground at some speed, but the good thing is there's still a lot of glow around and you bounce into a couple. Albus, can you stop the vehicle, please? We have lost Catherine. He says that as a rope glow goes flying by as you stop. <laughs> Catherine, you take one point of bludgeoning damage. Cat, you, you set a world record. That was awesome. I'm going to do it again. Sure. Heck yeah, man. Okay. Where are you headed to? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but my suggestion is we go pick up the cop. Yeah, that ought to be awesome. Go to the Crescini. We're his bosses now. Pick up the Crescini we need, and then go to Director Rutledge and inform all of them that 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 their government has been dissolved and we're now in charge. I'm sure it'll go swell. Oh, yeah, yeah you make awesome. it sound so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Should we send somebody like Oliope, who seems like a little more official than we do, to like? I mean, he'll be with, He's with us. us, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll totally push him forward. He's got all the paperwork. Moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Notice there was no. Oh, you wanted the paperwork. Oh, <laughs> was there? I mean, I mean, that seems like the yeah, yeah, yeah. best way to handle this. Okay. Uh, as you and so one more time, where are you headed? We're gonna go to the police, the police. station. Um, All right. Assuming that he's number three of the triumvirate. All right. Within a, a minute of taking off again, when Catherine, you're riding the glow thing. <laughs> yeah. A vehicle comes racing <laughs> over with a yellow emergency light and gets in front of you and pulls you over. Yeah. It's. It's uh, not legal yet to ride those. Apparently. Found us already. This is a positive thing. The vehicle, it's a truck about half the size of yours. It comes to a stop in front of you to make sure um, you stop. It's got its light still flashing. You stop. Then it gets hit by a glow ball with <laughs> Catherine on it from behind. <laughs> and out. Why? <laughs> out step to Crescini. Oh. Whoa. I smile really big. <laughs> and the Crescini come out. Uh, one you've never seen before. Uh, the other you have named Kajul. Kajul, oh, so good to see you. It is wonderful to see you all. You have violated many instances of arriving here. You must uh, be accompanied by an ethics officer. We're glad to have you with us. <laughs> oh, look. It's a Crescini. We haven't seen him. <laughs> How long have you been waiting on that? Over five minutes. <laughs> I think that Chromish is going to be very excited to see us. We are going to hopefully go see him quite soon. I cannot comment. I am not here. And then he gets in the back seat of your truck. Do you want to do you want to join do you want to join me on this glow? He hits the lock button on the inside <laughs> of your truck. Sort of like what we we're all hoping to be able to do. His friend gets in his truck, turns the emergency light off, and drives away. Yeah, I guess we 
Just continue on. We have enough room. I thought we were uh, excused of your presence uh, when we were here before. Uh, he does speak. He says, you are new arrivals and I must uh, be an ethics officer to well, all arrivals. You are new arrivals and I must be an ethics officer for all new arrivals. We will sort this out briefly. Do not worry, my friend. You do not seem particularly happy no, about super this. super happy. Incredibly <laughs> thrilled to have you with us. Kolsch, make a deception roll real fast, please. <laughs> just hey, fast. It's just the smiles, right? Oh, we forgot, just need forgot, the smiles. Kolsch forgot, forgot how this works. <laughs> Uh, an eight. An eight. Uh, you get buzzed. No. He gets out his device and goes, Bzzz, and you have been buzzed. I yell from outside is the there... truck, Albus, giddy up. <laughs> Albus, Albus is really confused. Albus. It's so natural to them. Of course we have a stranger in the back of our truck for no reason. <laughs> Of course, this is how you deal with the glow. <laughs> I don't believe this is proper profit protocol. Have you have you been to this world? No, then you should pay attention. <laughs> She's got space dementia. Careful, you gotta be gotta be happy. <laughs> gotta be happy, uh, Albie. You've been fined one demerit for soda voce violation. <laughs> 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 Albus just starts driving. All right, you drive off, and uh, Albus has been buzzed. <laughs> what? What? I have to smile. What? Smile, smile, smile. smile. Turn on your smiling protocol. <laughs> he has a vicious, <laughs> viciously fake smile on right now. Like this? Yes, that is perfect. You look like a Very constipated gentleman. witch right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a chip for that yet. <laughs> All right, uh, outside the police station uh, is Junior Officer Jim Talon. He is currently talking to a young man, resolving some small little personal issue the guy has and saying, hey, don't worry about it. I'll just keep an eye on your neighborhood and make sure that guy doesn't cause any. And then he stops. Hello, Jim. <laughs> he sees this truck come you up. Remember us? <laughs> the truck stops. And behind is this glow that's attached to it that goes extending, gets yanked. Catherine gets yanked off, rolls to the ground, and stands up, straightening her outfit. Yep, yep. Looking pretty cool. And then he sees the rest of the crew spill out. No, 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 no. Jimmy! No, 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 so no, no, no. It's very good to see you. Yeah, good to see there's still a junior officer. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is fantastic. Hey, Jim, we've got an opportunity to make you a regular officer. I thought you guys were like banned from here. Oh, no, no, hold on. <laughs> we are full of surprises, you will find. You didn't leave this place in the best of shapes, you understand. We intend to remedy that very quickly. Oh my God. So I'm Alice 47P, I'm new here. What the hell? What is this? He's still smiling with the awkward toothy smile. I'm, I'm, I'm a prophet. <laughs> Catherine does like a... <laughs> Lowercase problem. Lowercase problem. Uh, come, come in, come in. And he takes you inside his police station. It is big. It's it's empty. It's got like four desks. It's only him here as usual. All right. Uh, so tell me, what's the skinny here? 
Uh, so are you the third member of the triumvirate now? Yeah, I've been for a couple months. Great, come with us. For what purpose? All will be revealed. I think it's important that we have the best of the police with us when we go and have a conversation with the triumvirate. I'm the only police. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Only and best, and we're glad to have you with us. Please come along. We have to go talk to uh, Chromish and Rallis as well. All right. Make a persuasion roll, Catherine. Ooh. I... Nice. Ten. Ooh. He <laughs> says, I don't trust you guys at all. I don't know what's going on. I should be arresting you right now. For what? For causing havoc. Rallis has been up my ass since you guys were here. There was some sort of explosion that there's been hints that you might have been involved with. That is ridiculous. Why would we explode? The prophets would never do such a thing. That's true. Exactly. (laughs) Where do I know that voice from? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) My favorite. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Have I met you before? Um, <laughs> no, I'm only three. <laughs> and Catherine starts drooling a little bit. <laughs> Jim, I'm afraid you have no choice but to come with us. I have all the choice in the world. You may have no choice but to get in my cell unless you tell me what's going on. Where's the Will you explain guy? to him the situation? Oliap goes, whoosh, <laughs> breaks out a piece of paper. I spent all day trying to print this. <laughs> and I have official... Uh, temporary governments of this whole town for the next 30 days as signed off by the Nova Alliance and the Silver Council. It's all here and it's in section 14H2 of your law under martial immediacy and government uh, and open holidays. And <laughs> see, martial immediacy, come with us. Uh, he says, wait now, hold on a second. And he takes a look at it and he looks at some computer and it's a um, junior officer law in you uh, <laughs> <laughs> PDF. And he's scrolling Ooh, through. Wikipedia. Big pictures, 1950s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> law where he had no law before. Uh, he starts looking and says, oh man, this looks legit. That's real paper. Would we, would we shit you, Jim? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. You're really doing this? It seems that God since we, we left, us. there's been a lot more problems. Can you confirm? Uh, there's been a lot more uh, people coming and going. I thought that I'd heard there'd been a little bit more unrest. Uh, I've been trying to help out where I can, but I've been trying to keep a low profile. Rallis has been getting uh, feisty and uh, strongly uh, intimidating that... uh, Intimidating? No. Yeah, I think it's intimidating. And uh, strongly suggesting that uh, it would be... Intimating. Intimating. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Fancy. Strongly intimidating that uh, <laughs> I should uh, fall in line because they're going to be taken over completely soon, and I need this job. We have, we have concerns that they're going to take over in a violent manner, and I don't think they're necessarily the best people to be in charge of this part of this world. Uh, I, I agree. Definitely <laughs> us. 
do you see this big weird dude next to us? And I pointed at um, Albus. I'm like, this guy should definitely be in charge for sure. Albus just waves, <laughs> still smiling. <laughs> he says, well, what you have is legit. Uh, I'll back you as the police and I'll back you as one of the triumvirate members. Well, once we're, once we're done with this in the next day or so, making sure that we can help out, I think we're probably going to have a promotion in order. What do you need me to do? We were going to promote you. To just, just come just, with us for now and be come. quiet. <laughs> All right. I'll pay you like an extra buck an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Two bucks. Let's <laughs> not to be hasty, Catherine. <laughs> All right. He l- locks up the police station behind him and he goes into your... <laughs> he gets his own police car. No, a clown car, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are you sure you don't want to hook up another one of these glow? It's super fun. And I guess we're off to the temple now? Yeah, yeah, grab, yeah the um, temple. Promish. I think Promish. Catherine's probably going to get into the actual. I think that would probably be a good idea. All right. Are you reining in and untying that thing? You're dragging it with you. Let's 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 go. There are children that walk the sidewalks along the road as you turn, you know. Let's let's, let's set it free for now. Goodbye, chestnut. If it's true love, it'll come back. (laughs) She knows the exact one of the millions that are out there. That's hers. All right, you set it loose. It's from the dents. (laughs) And your face in (laughs) France. You guys drive off and head towards the temple, I heard? Yeah. You head towards the temple. You drive past the Three Spheres Monument and head toward the Cressini Temple. I would like to stop there for a moment. You would? Yeah. All right. What are these? Oh, can we step here for a moment? Sure. I've never seen these before. Take a look, Albus. Devin will hop out and meditate. All right. Prepare himself for... What's Ask that? Devin a lot of questions. Devin, what are you doing? <laughs> Devin being the expert in meditation that he is, can't even hear him. Uh-huh. Why are you just sitting there? Uh, Devin, make an insight roll, please. Uh, Poke. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Oh, uh, 11. 11. Uh, it was a 50-50. You, uh, when you finish your 10 minutes, even with being poked repeatedly and asked questions, <laughs> you feel a little bit more calm around these spheres and connected to the source. And you gain a source inspiration die. That's mine. Inspiration. The D4? Yeah. It's a D4. I, I believe it was a, uh, I believe it was a D4. My source. Thanks, man. <laughs> just <clears throat> keeping it real. Just keeping it real. <laughs> you guys uh, leave then and head towards the temple, the Christini Temple. It is got weird seating type things. It's got some weird chimes that play. It has a an overabundant Christini smell. Chimes? Whatever that might be. Christini's kind of a tangy Asiago LaCroix mango kind of <laughs> flavor in the air. <laughs> what was your question? Where are these chimes? The chimes? The chimes are hanging from a second tier prayer balcony. Hmm. Okay. All right. I don't like chimes. All right. Uh you go in and a Christini priest comes over. Damn your chimes. He seems a little bit alarmed. Hello, with a big smile. Hello, we're here to see Chromish. So good to see you with the source be with you. I don't know. <laughs> we're it from the prophets. <laughs> I'm a prophet. You're waving again like a yeah. goofball? And behind him, I do another. Uh. <laughs> uh, and what is this about? 
We're here to see Chromish. He's an old friend. And you are, what name should I tell him? The Puffits. <laughs> all right, very well. Uh, please remain here and enjoy all of our sanctuary. Ding, ding. Oh, lots of wind chimes. Devin's wincing at each one, hurting inside. <laughs> <laughs> you see a vein popping in. Source beam. <laughs> <laughs> the slightly uh, more gravitost, that's the word I'm using, gravitost, uh, Crissini uh, named Chromish, I believe. Mm -hmm. I looked it up. Uh, I might have written it correctly. Chromish, yeah. Uh, he comes out in his... They all wear the same similar gown. It's got these slatted, hip-related uh, type garb. They're very tall, long-necked. He comes out and says, uh, Oh, it is you, prophets. It is good to see you. Good to see you, too. What business brings you back to our town? We know there were problems between you and Rallis when we left, and things seem to be escalating. We're here to help solve that. And how can I be of help? I certainly want this to de-escalate as much as possible. You're part of the Triumphant, correct? I am. Well, it seems that we should have a meeting of the three of you and try to sort out some problems going forward. So you- Just at the uh, Rayleigh's Mining, 15 minutes, please. All right. At the headquarters. This sounds significant. It is. Very well. Uh, you are relieved, he says, and your ethics officer turns Thank away you. and leaves. I wave, smiling. Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> He's chased by frowns and angry glares. <laughs> All right. He says, I will be there in 15 minutes. I will put on my diplomacy slats. Kolish <laughs> 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 doesn't know how to respond. Very good. <laughs> See you there. Bring extra, extra diplomacy slats if you have them. To Rayless Mining Headquarters, right? You head off. You guys in your truck. Uh, uh, Junior Officer Jim uh, Taylor? Talon. Talon. Uh, bringing up the rear. You guys pull up to office, uh, the office of Rallis Mining. It is four or five stories tall. It's the tallest building in town. It's uh, lightly imposing to the townspeople. You guys just came from a massive city that towers over this. Mm -hmm. uh, you pull up and uh, <laughs> you can see through some glass doors. There's a security admin type person just inside who's kind of standing up from the desk, seeing these a bunch of armed people come out and a police <laughs> car stop. Security. Sorry. <laughs> the hell? He's playing with his voice chip again. <laughs> Officer Talon's there, and he says, um, this this may not go down smoothly, so just be prepared. Maybe we... you should have met somewhere else. <laughs> Cole's perks up. <laughs> Do we not look prepared? <clears throat> All right. He uh, unclips his gun. It's still holstered. You know how to use that thing? Although in retrospect, yes, maybe somewhere else would have been smart. <laughs> I've had to use it from time to time, but not recently. Got any notches on it? No, why What? Why would I notch my own uh, weapon? You'll understand one day. Al Albus looks at Kolsch 
Do, do we need do we need those? So you you have uh, I, th- I believe you have everything you need with you. Right? He just has two rods for him in his Don't, hands. They're not activated. They're just yeah, rods yeah. in his hands. Just metal, metal keep them ha- keep them handy. All right. You guys stride inside. There is a guy, he looks like a very low ranking security type guy. He's older. He has an old weapon at his side. He's got a shiny little badge. He's standing up as you guys enter. He kind of straightens up a little bit, trying to look a little strong. There's no one else in here in this large lobbyish area. It's uh, again, loud steps as you walk across it. He's got this long wide banked console that you're approaching. And he says nothing as you get close. He looks a little concerned. We're here, Z Rutledge. And why are you here? Who who are you? Can't you see that we have the triumvirate with us? Rutledge is part of that. We need to talk with him. Well, I see Jim. Jim, what's going on? Jim says, uh, you heard the lady. We're here to see uh, Director Rutledge. Can you invoke a little more confidence in your voice, Jim? <laughs> it will go a long way. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can let <laughs> all of you guys in here. Uh, I mean, look at this guy, and he points at uh, Albus standing there. Well, he, Rutledge, can come to us then. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either. You want to make an appointment? That might be better. Maybe when you're not here? What? What? What's wrong with me? Look, I'm... I just, there's our... Buddy. It was that Jim Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jim? I'm only three. That's cool. You're doing really well. <laughs> yeah. Uh... This guy's three. He's really not scary. I mean, he's like, basically sounds like a star for kids. Like, just, you know, Rutledge is probably expecting us. Make a persuasion roll. Catherine, again, it's a lot of persuasions for you. I gonna... I don't think that's a good idea. Well, but what would an eleven change? <laughs> <laughs> How about an eleven? <laughs> he said, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you if go you ahead. won't let us up to see him, tell him to uh, get down here. At least give him the option to know. Or you might want to get your bus. He would probably be pretty upset if he didn't know. This is official business. He's you, very important. You want to get your bus. <laughs> <laughs> you can make an intimidation <laughs> roll. Jedi mind trick. <laughs> he's doing it. Oh, he's doing his mystical uh, bonus on it. In intimidation, fifteen total. He grabs his little radio on his shoulder. This takes a step back. They just received anti-EPO training that when you touch it, you don't want to get stabbed in the belly. <laughs> he goes his radio and says, uh, yeah, I've got some prophets here and uh, Jim Talon saying they need to speak to uh, Director Rutledge and I'm not quite sure what to do. Do I see a security camera? Yes. I look at it and I just, I just wave and smile very like enthusiastically. You hear a voice come across that you've heard before, and it is that of Director Rutledge. Of course, send them up. 
And <laughs> Devin gives him like like a uh-huh look. <laughs> Uh, he waves you towards the elevator. Chromish is here now, right? Nope. Oh. So we're gonna, yeah, we'll wait for Let's wait for Chromish. You're gonna wait. All right. You we guys. We'll go up when our final, uh, when our, when our last guest arrives. Okay. You guys wait for about 10 minutes. We're gonna make Rutledge wait. This no. is awesome. Oh. Take a look at the magazine. Uh, <laughs> kick up our feet. The elevator keeps chiming, doors closing and opening, closing and opening. <laughs> Uh, at one point, the doors uh, do open and two security guards with uh, assault rifles come out and they stand next to the elevator. More time goes by and they're just watching you. And then a third security guy comes from a back door and he stands next to those guys. Good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is getting exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and then a there's a chime at the door, and in comes the Crassini named Chromish in his shiny diplomacy slats. <laughs> and he comes striding in um, and walks over to you. Are these slats, are these like high behind the head kind of thing? No, no, no. These are draped down, draped the, down. down his thighs, down to his legs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They're shiny. They make almost a wind chimey sound every step he takes. <laughs> I am here. Let's go. <laughs> looks a little sad. Uh, and yeah, let's go up. Let's go talk to Rutledge. All right. So we you... are ready to go proceed now. Kolsch gets into the elevator. Augie gets into the elevator. Devin gets in the elevator. Catherine gets in the elevator. Two people value of Albus gets into the elevator. <laughs> Ollie up gets into the elevator. Op, junior officer Jim Tailing gets in the elevator. Chromish gets in the elevator. Security guard one gets in the elevator. Yeah. Security guard two gets it's in the, the elevator. Biggest elevator. And security guard number three gets in the elevator. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> the door closes. Push crowds them a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You it having is. a good day? One of the guards looks at you and he's got this cr- cool crew cut and he says, that remains to be seen. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> Somebody's touching my hole. Who's touching my hole? Augie, <laughs> get out of there. Augie, hands where I can see him. I can't help it. The elevator rides up you and then there's, a, there's a Devin. You can barely hear some whispering between two of the guards next to you. Make a perception roll with advantage. Not good. Um, I mean, it's 11. Oh, no, man. They he, they are able to see you leaning in to hear them, <laughs> but you hear a few words and one of them whispers to the other as you're about halfway up. Was that Jim Jim? <laughs> <laughs> the doors open. <laughs> the group spills out of the elevator. You're stuck for a while and then you all kind of get out. There is a uh, nice, shiny, polished ha- uh, hallway. There's another guy, probably maybe even the same guy who's buffing it. And he just sees you guys coming and is like, oh, I got to go get the buff. <laughs> and he disappears. There is a security guard or two at the door of the nice, big, wooden, expensive door to Rutledge's office. And you guys approach. One of them opens the door and you guys go in. The security guards follow after you and fill in. And you are in Rutledge's office. 
This is a place that's got some long couches, some chairs. It's got some great flooring, his amazing desk. He's got a fountain in the corner. Got a huge wall window that looks out over the whole town. And he's got some sculpture stuff. He's got some relaxing Enya-like music playing in the background. <laughs> he himself is there. Again, he's got that charmingly um, disarming game show host fake and manufactured face. He's definitely had work on a uh, square jaw, handsome. His eyes, though, look like they're almost as soulless as Albus. Ooh. Uh, and standing in the corner completely quietly is a woman with long black hair and a white cotton uh, pseudo robe. <laughs> that Devin is hissing at. Uh, she has her head down, but she looks up through her hair at Devin and locks eyes with you. Make an intimidation roll. Go for it. 16. Fuck me dead, too. Devin <laughs> flinches and looks away. She grins. <laughs> so, oh, there was one more thing that Augie gets excited about. The rest of you do not. Mm. It's the robot. It is the robot. Yeah. Is here. Yeah. Oh, it's up in the office? Uh, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> A GRG-304 guard bot is here. This is a tall but yet stocky robot straight out of a RoboCop. It has two arms that extend down that end in uh, guns. It's got big thick legs. It stomps and it adjusts slightly when you enter. And it's facing you. It doesn't have its weapons pointed at you, but it can't not have them pointed at you at the same time. But it's not, it can't like not lower them really. It's always just out and it's not holding anything. It's guns just end in these things. It's not a, it's not an assisting robot of any kind. <laughs> Rutledge, wonderful to see you. Yes, come in, have a seat. Thank you. I wanted to let you know we've done what you asked and we've disbanded the government. That is good. I've been waiting. You certainly took your time, and you didn't have to come here. Yeah. Well, we wanted to make sure that you upheld your end of the promise. I get the feeling there's going to be some sort of shakedown that you're looking for something a little more, and I assure you that is not going to happen. I will give you exactly what I promised, and you're not getting any additional money or favors from me or anything. Rutledge. If, if that was your intent, you have wasted your precious time, we lady. We the profits. We just want to make sure that anything that is um, difficult for us is removed and we can be on our way from this office. Um, fine. What is your, um, what is, how do you prove your end of the bargain? And he starts typing away at his computer. Uh-huh. Um, so we have brought... All the up here. He is uh, from the um, from Circos, and we have. I'm kind of a big deal. He really is. Um, he wanted to be here to deliver this information <laughs> himself, and we're here to show you that we've got all the paperwork you could possibly want. And we're about to shove it up your ace. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I don't say. All that. right. <laughs> they get it. All the up looks at you, Catherine, and I give him like a hard look and like a. Like a little bit of a, you know, shake of the head. Uh, which, cool. which nudges him. Okay. He gets nudged forward. Ollie up. 
uh, shuffles hesitantly over towards the big desk and he puts down his piece of paper and says, uh, it's nice to meet you. I'm uh, not good with confrontations. <laughs> this Great is job. just a simple legal transaction, Aliyup. Uh, uh, Rutledge takes a look at it and he says, that looks uh, good. I will delete the files just as I said. And, and then he looks a little closer. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> is this some sort of joke? It's not a joke. And Catherine just smiles. So you're here to waste my time. You're here to threaten me with something. This is not a threat. This is reality. He picks it up and takes a closer look at it and starts reading it over. Is he mumble to himself. Oh yeah, he's going uh, 14-AC. <laughs> and you don't, you can't see his face. You've got it blocked by this paper he's looking and you just see him going through the paper and it's a little long. And then he, uh, Devin, you can make a perception roll. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? Natural one. Natural one! He says something. <laughs> <laughs> He puts the paper down. Can you throw that in the trash? <laughs> the die is being tossed away. He puts the paper down and sits back in the chair and looks at you, Catherine. I love that shitty grin on your face. <laughs> well played. You asked us to deliver. We did. The government's been disbanded. Aliyah is in church. <laughs> I'm Albus 47 <laughs> He raises an eyebrow hearing you talk but... I'm a prophet <laughs> What are your intentions? <laughs> oh, we didn't get that far <laughs> This is This is This is Um we just want to make sure that things go smoothly here. Make it as peaceful as possible of a transition. See how things are going. If you don't get in our way, we won't get in yours. He spins the computer around and motions for the most technical looking person on your team. Who? Albus or Augie? Who would that be? Mm. Augie. Augie. If, if anything, Augie. I've, I've got a jeweler's glass and I'm staring at a robot across the room. Okay. So. And I say, Augie, do what you do best. And I'll throw you a little inspiration. Oh. He motions for you to come over and he says, mm. well, you have me by the short hairs. Here. And he motions you over towards his computer and you see it's got his personal files there and he does a special command and you see him permanently deleting the one and only copy of all the video files and evidence that he has of you guys doing mischievous deed. That's and then he spins it around and closes his computer. There. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> it feels like this might be a great partnership after all and then I'm just gonna say Chromish uh, we know there were some problems between you 
and we are here to intervene for the next 30 days to see if we can have a better way to govern this area and see if we can't help with some of the problems you've been having between each other. Chromish says, we want the constant harassment of our people to be stopped immediately. We want extra rules and restrictions on us stopped immediately. That seems fair. Rutledge? I have no say in this matter. Well, there's... That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is true. This is a negotiation. We're happy to start somewhere. I... I want whatever you want. That's sweet. We'll need you to suspend any mining activity until it's investigated into. All right. I want a different voice, Chip. <laughs> this isn't Wizard of Oz, kid. <laughs> All right, Catherine gives him a, a long stare and says, we don't want to get too much in the way right now. We're happy to let things be fairly normal while we see how operations are. However, if you could give Chromish and his people a little bit more space, that would be appreciated. Chromish, if you could let up a slight amount on the demerit, that would be helpful as well. <laughs> How much access would uh, August be able to interpret uh, being able to uh, uh, access the network and files and so forth? Uh, what, what do you mean? Uh, specifically, any kind of uh, research information on the uh, blue glow. You want access yeah, to their computer network? Yeah. So I want to see if that's something that's written into the. Uh, no, the you, you don't have any legal reason. They're still in a private company. Okay. If okay. you have a legal reason, then you just need to bring it up to the temporary governor of the town, Aliyah. Uh Which I do right now. Okay. <laughs> you speak up. What do you say? <laughs> Aliyah, I have a question. You are now the ruling body of uh, FIAC 4, correct? Yes, I am. I have... He straightens up. uh, I have a request for access of information that might be in the hands of Ralos Mining over the uh, research of the blue glow that is presently in the mines that they have. Devin watches... Director Rutledge really carefully when oh. the blue glow comes up. Make a perception roll with advantage. Oh, baby, <laughs> need something more than a one. How about a s- seven? A seven. You flinch first again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take your eye off the lady in the corner. <laughs> and you wince and cower. Ugh. I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> Can you finish your line again? Uh, um, All right. Um, uh, uh, August uh, says, uh, I have a uh, request to access the information and research on the blue glow that is in the mines themselves and any processes that might be going on now. Well, that sounds good, <laughs> says Alia. I, I look at Alia up and give him like a really big encouraging grin. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we need to requisition the battle bot. <laughs> 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 I, 
I rescind previous order. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Uh, Rutledge says, I'm afraid all information regarding Rallis Mining is confidential and everything here is not available to you. you understand that. Except for what I would wish, what I witnessed would be considered a crime. Your materials are not labeled correctly. I will, the very I will need to hear about this. Tell me about this, says Ollie up, getting very high on himself now. Marking the containers as containing a, a fairly inert gas actually contained nothing at all, which uh, prompts some degree of investigation. And then past that point, and then uh, 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 Augie brings up some video, the video feed that he's actually had recorded of the two fighting here and put it up and say, this response of this gas, this is a violation on the prophets themselves. Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're blurred out from the face. Well, uh, by the power vested in me, uh, which I take very seriously, uh, that all sounds perfectly reasonable. I think a, a search warrant uh, can be considered verbally given to all important parties right here and now. Proceed. Shoot a glance over to Rutledge. <laughs> Rutledge leans back in his seat, uh, cocks his head to his right to the lady in the corner and just shakes his head and says, the winds of change are upon us. And he stands up and says, very well. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Yep. There is gunfire blasted and chaos, and we have a combat on our hands, and we will stop there for tonight. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we are so hosed. No, no, no. Episode 10 ends on a solid cliffhanger. The heroes have returned to the Salor Dome once again. Keep in mind, they are far from any support. They're under a dome keeping out thousands of hostile alien bugs. They're strutting through a town all but owned by a hostile mining corporation. They're in an office surrounded by security guards, a giant guard bot, and a witch in white, just as all hell breaks loose. Thank you to Christopher, Seth, Jillian, Chris, and Tim. Thank you listeners so much for downloading the show. Thanks for all the kind reviews online and for all your supportive posts. We really do appreciate it. A quick plug to come join us on the official Inglorious Bards Discord server. Head to our website, ingloriousbards.com and click on the Discord link to say hi or leave your thoughts on a specific episode. What was your favorite part of this episode? What drove you insane? What do you think's gonna happen next? And as always, we appreciate your support at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. The heroes are deep in hostile territory, armed only with a piece of paper that says they're in charge. Weapons are out, and the bullets are about to fly. Until next time.